I have to tell you guys a, a, a story from work because it's a good story. All right. It, it, it's a very short story. Okay, so this is kind of like a HR thing at work that I was told about. So I'm a contractor. I work with federal employees. If you're a contractor, you're sort of like a lower you're, you're lower class. So this contractor who works on our contract goes in the bathroom. It's a girl. Goes in the bathroom. Federal employee is behind her. She goes in. She's doing number two. <laughs> it's funny. I know. She knows who the Fed is who came in behind her. I mean, this this person's kind of notorious for being very odd. So she she finishes her business and you know, makes her deposit. This is what the person next to her does. I swear to God, she's in the stall and she sees an arm come underneath the wall with a, with a can of like air freshener, and the person goes. Oh my god! air freshener in the stall. And then they had like while she's sitting yeah, there. Yeah, while she's sitting there. Oh my god! And we're like, what kind of human being? I, I, I don't know what is. So, so, so then what? They're not sure what to do about it because if you're a contractor, you're kind of like at the mercy of the federal employees. You can't really do much. Nope. That's my can of air freshener at that point. Oh, yeah. I, I said that, that if someone sticks a can of anything underneath, my, the, that's getting kicked, number one. That, the, the fact that their arm is mine and their head's going into their stall yeah. wall. If that were in a guy's bathroom, yeah. there'd be a fight, 100%. Oh, yeah. There'd be a fight. There would be feces thrown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been like, boom. Yeah. But like anything, any sort of aerosol that's being aimed at me in the bathroom, that's getting kicked for sure. Yeah. Your hand's getting fucking like, what the bam. Fuck are you like, doing? no, you're not doing that. No. But like just Buddy, the nerve to even I'm yeah. gonna shoot you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Like with aerosol. Just yeah. Or feces. Oh God, I can't believe that. I know. I couldn't when I told I was told that story, I was like, who the fuck would even think to do that? Who would have the nerve? Ugh. To- <laughs> what? A wow. fucking psychopath. Yeah. It's yeah. a psychopath that, that that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, she should be eliminated. Yeah. Well, Are you crazy? I'm just plain stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a I fucked up injustice. situation. Get your stinky poop out of here. <laughs> I love contract. I love shit. justice. And I love, and and I I love, love files. <laughs> and I want them to get together so I can blow a hot justice load. <laughs> this is a horrible tab. Yeah. Well, it's this a, is good a miscarriage a good of justice, if ever there was one. <laughs> Yeah. Very much. When a form of music that our children like becomes linked with ghoulish images and violent theatrics, it demands our attention. Hundreds of thousands of teenagers are locked onto so-called heavy metal music. I grew up metalhead. I love 80s. Yeah! 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 Yeah, 80s metal, like Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much more black could this be? And the answer is none. None more black. Turn it up. It's going to be abrasive. It's going to be sickening. It's going to be hard to listen to. It's going to be aggressive. And it's going to fucking kick you in the fucking balls of the pussy. Oh, that's right. On that, note, Eric, yeah. on that note, Eric, on that note, Eric, since I'm the invited guest and in Opera England, uh, yeah. as, soon as, as soon as you got the, the Spinal Tap bit in uh-huh. there, 
But yeah. I from it, they're all American. Um, well, yeah. But. Even though I didn't know that until my wife told me recently. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they were that convincing. What? That's how good they are. Of Spinal yeah. Tap? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought they were all English. Uh, and my mate from England thought they were English. We told him he was American. And I was shocked as well. Yeah, no. about just the, the main three, uh, right? Um, yeah, yeah, because cause my wife had seen some of those. I think Viv is British. He'd seen some of those guys in the um, yeah, yeah. In, the, uh, uh, in American sitcoms. And, and I thought they were uh, I thought they were all British. There you go. No, but, no, no. But what, what, yeah. what I need you to do into, into the intro is to get some of the uh, the bad news stuff in there. How about that? As, as a tribute to Britain. You know, which band? Bad News. Which I don't was, know Bad News. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, they did that do. cover of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, Aid Edmondson, Edmondson, Rick Mail, and, and a few others. And they actually bought that film out not long before Spinal Tap. But uh, Spinal Tap was bigger, of course, and uh, more, more international. Bigger. All right. Well, I'll make a note. Uh, and bad news. Bad news. You had bad news and more bad news, and they they, they got um yeah so, yeah they did Bohemian Rats for you and a bunch of other. They did it. They did it better than Queen, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Is that they, they made it to Donington and everything, and they did a couple of um uh, uh small short movies for the TV, and uh, you know they, wow. and they played right. their instruments, man. They actually here. Played. Let me let me share a little real quick. Wow. It's superbly wow. out of tune, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Good? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, uh, yeah, Queen Shreds. Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> We're, are we doing a podcast about bad news all of a sudden? Sure, why not? <laughs> let's let's do it. Let's just, right? Over to you, Eric. Completely, completely shift gears and just do that. You're in control. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. All right. So, hey, I'm Eric. We've got Joe here and Tim's here. And hey, if you haven't figured it out by now, it's Paul. He's back. You just can't stay He's away. Back. Hello, Americans. Yes. <laughs> so, Keith's... Uh, Maybe there's some non-Americans listening. Who knows? Keith just got too pissed off at us with our... <laughs> opinions and said fuck you guys we kicked him out yeah <laughs> so we brought in a british guy fired in this place <laughs> we call yeah. him we're gonna call him paul's now british keith i'm the i'm the substitute teacher today <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh today we've got some uh some more 89 goodies for you um albums by uh voivod nothing face uh nuclear assault handle with care wasp the headless children and venom prime evil you have to say evil yes <laughs> evil. um so i think joe wanted to start with voivod actually right mm-hmm. what yeah that's, that's is that like honorable that's... mention though no. Oh, no 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 is there no honorable mention on this one there is yeah we'll do that last when we're tired <laughs> oh i think so that's going like air Start we have the most energy now, so let's start with the, the, the uh, best the headliner. one. The best it's like one. the opposite of a show. Start with the weirdest one, shall we? Top of the card. The weirdest event. one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Weird. laughs> so let's uh let's play a little bit of Voivod. The album is Nothing Face, so I'll play the song Nothing Face. A little bit.
So, Voivod is uh, a band that uses some like code names. <laughs> What's the band we talked about last year? <laughs> yeah, we did, we did talk about them last year. We discussed Dimension um, Hatros. Um, so the, sing- the singer Hatros. is uh, Snake or Dennis Belanger. The guitar player is Piggy or Dennis Demore. Or is it Denis? Denis Demore. Is it Denis? I don't, know. I don't know. They don't like to pronounce the last consonant in French. It could be. Rest, rest in peace. Dennis, yeah, rest in peace, Piggy. Um, Blackie is on bass. Other, He's not in the band anymore, right? No, no. Correct. And his name, his actual name is Jean-Yves Theriot. Theriot. It's Probably a T. I think it's a T sound. Terio. Terio. Yeah. Like Ontario. <laughs> and no, uh, on drums is, not French. is is Away or Michel Langevin. Good. Yeah. Nailed it. Langevin. Langevin. Yeah, I've heard his Langevin. name a few times. The bass yeah, player. I, 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 I didn't even know his actual name until I looked this up. <laughs> yeah. Like I knew Dennis <laughs> and I knew. Uh, well, there's actually two Dennises. So I knew. I knew uh, Belanger, I knew him. Dennis. Oh, so the French Canadian. Yes, they yes, are from French Canadian. Uh, they're from Quebec, up north. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, from north. Okay. Montreal. Jean Pierre is where they're from, technically. Best band from Canada ever. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I thought Nickelback would have been, including Rush <laughs> and Nickelback. No, no. <laughs> they are I should just, way better I should just kick you off right now for just saying Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh shit! I just said it. Nickelback, Nickelback got some reason uh, yeah. in comparison. <laughs> so the album is Nothing Face. Um, some interesting things about this album. Uh, it, it, it is their most successful album to date, which I did not know. That's because of the cover. Yeah. Not I got to co- say, we make cover, fun of, well, I, I make fun of a lot of the colors we, uh, covers we talk about, but this one's pretty badass. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. the cover of a song, not the cover of the album. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Pink Floyd cover I'm referring to. Oh, that right. cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is yeah, that because oh, it was that was a single, right? It was a single, and it was all over Headbangers Ball for weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. I thought you were being silly because of the album cover. Like, no, no, no. no. That's Astronomy Domine was all over Headbangers Ball. Play a little bit of that. It's an awesome cover. Oh yeah. And I didn't, I, I didn't know it was a cover when I first heard it. This hits right into their stuff. Yeah, it does. And they do another cover on uh, Outer Limits, too. Which fits right yeah. into that album. Yeah. And it's a really obscure Pink Floyd cover. It's like, I believe it's the first song on the first album that Pink Floyd released in America or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I was at a bar with my friend, the one that likes our podcast and thinks we shouldn't talk about it, metal. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, yeah, the, <laughs> the original came on the uh, whatever the the uh, radio, whatever they were listening to in the bar, and um, it's like I know this fucking song. This is this is Pink Floyd, and he's a Pink Floyd fan, and he's like, no, I think it's the Moody Blues. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. Astronomy Divine was from '67. So does me. Yeah, the Piper at the yeah. Gates of Dawn when they were doing their weird shit, which is obviously mm-hmm. old boy, but boy. Thanks to Voivod, I knew the yeah. I knew the tr- I knew the answer. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is not Moody Blues. <laughs> Clearly. I win. 
And so to me, this album is like the first Voivod album that I really, really liked. Like, because yeah. I, I, I enjoy the other, the one right before this was, uh, when we did last Dimension year. Dimension Hatros. Dimension Hatros, which mm-hmm. yeah. I enjoyed, but this one, I don't know. To me, this is another band to me that just improved from one album to the next really, really like dr- drastically almost. Um, and I feel until like the this, singer, until the singer left. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah when they, they hit don't... all the way up to, to the, outer, the outer limits, like once they hit the yeah. outer limits, that was like the peak. That was, and that's the where Apex. they kind of, you know, Keith talked about it on, the, on a previous podcast how Metallica kind of had this like crescendo where they like started at Kill 'em All and just it went to Master Puppets and just from there it was like that's the best, of the best. And I look at Voivod the same way. Like I feel like each one of their albums gets increasingly better and better all the way up to the outer limits. I, I and I. I include Angel Rat there, and I know you guys think I'm crazy, but I actually think I like Angel Rat a little bit better than this album. I don't think you're crazy. <laughs> I think I think, I think I think you're all crazy. <laughs> I don't think you're nuts. I'm not. I'm yeah, you not, know, um, I'm not going to. Di- I'm not going to diss it because they're quite clearly great musicians. Um, yeah, it's it's um, different. It's hard listening yeah. for my first listen. I find all that yeah odd. Uh, lack of uh, rhythm and, and, and I mean, you're a guitarist. How, how are they making their sounds sound like they're out of tune, but not being out of tune? Um, weird chords. Yeah, yeah they're weird chords. They're not out of tune. I, it just, no, I, just. I mean, I listened to the whole album from start to finish, and and, and, and I, 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 perfectly honest, I found it quite difficult listening because it was a bit strange. It's not your typical metal. Yeah. This is not a no. a metal band. That, I. Yeah. Yeah. I equate it to uh, learning to appreciate beer and coffee. I was going to say IPA. <laughs> this is like the IPA. If you're used to loggers. This is a sour. Yeah. I don't know. This is more this like is, a sour. This is literally an acquired, acquired taste because it took me a long time. Right. When I and like, even when this, the, like, when this album came out, it was like, uh, I like it, but I don't know. Right. It, it's not sinking. Like, I, I, I had to listen to it a lot. To yeah, finally yeah. let it like really sink in. And I was like, all right, like when I hear it now, it's just like I know the album so well that it's all the weird changes and time changes and all these crazy riffs, they're just in my subconscious almost. So it's no big deal. But when it first came out, I was like, well, what is going on? I yeah I should like this more and I don't, and I, it took a long time. Then I was like, all right, I like it a lot. That was a reference to the green sound. I mean, I mean it sounded yeah. like you needed to be on some kind of wacko LSD. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just to listen to it and play it. Um, I mean, I, I, I listened to, uh, what's it called, Outer Limits, and, and it's, it's, oh. getting, mm-hmm. it's getting more rhythm, and, you know, yeah. and, and I'm getting more into, into that. That was the album where yeah. I, I really started to be a fan of Voivod was after. Right. I mean, I could prob- probably be a fan of it. And then that, I could go back. That, I went back and was able to listen to their other stuff and appreciate it more. Well, yeah, yeah I don't know if I'm a big fan of that weird stuff but saying that i like pink floyd and i'm listening to buckethead so yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. you're quite it just takes it takes time time you know yeah yeah, yeah and snake's voice is, is not typical either it's it's you know again not your typical metal singer you know he sounds punk yeah. to me it's, it sounds yeah it sounds and they have punk, a punk you know? well their early stuff is yeah. pretty punk sounding yeah. actually yeah they have a definitely a punk influence for sure yeah. yeah well here's a cool thing that you can say about voivod and probably actually all the bands, well, three of three of the four bands we're going to talk about tonight. But you can say that you won't confuse them with anyone else. No, 
Oh, Especially yeah. Voivod. The other, yeah. Venom and, the and Nuclear Assault as well, probably, but not as distinct as like right. this band is not. Nobody sounds like them. And, oh, yeah. Uh, they don't sound like anyone else. All very yeah. unique vocalists on this. <clears throat> yeah. which Including, is including Black and Lawless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He's got a distinct voice for sure. So Totally distinct. I think Voivod, this is their last album that was kind of the weird, the super weird mm-hmm. phase of their career. I and mean, this is still like this album is talking about as a, there's a character. It's a concept album. It's the way of the way of characters in this album all the way through. It's a story. And Angel Rat wasn't that at all. And I think after this album, they sort of broke away from, yeah, I guess the, the thrashy the, side the of things. To me, it's is what, what again, he's a post nuclear apocalyptic, post apocalyptic vampire. Yeah. <clears throat> at at so, what point was Jason? When you start Newstead? from there, you know it's. At oh, what point was Jason Newsted playing with the? Two thousand. Two thousand three. Oh, yeah, oh after Love Metallica. Metallica, yeah. Okay, and what did, yeah, what did yeah, they, they sound like then? What, what, what? He did two albums with them, right? Okay. Well, that was so. Okay. Their singer, their singer left oh, after uh, what was it? After the Outer Limits, or they did one more album? Yeah. After no, the, after the Outer Limits. Yeah. yeah. So the singer left after the Outer Limits, and then they, did, they had and then two the albums. Bass play, he was the bass player was the singer, right? However, they yes. got to play bass. So then, let me get the names here. Oops. Eric Forrester, isn't it? Is that his name? I thought it would take me to it. It's not doing it. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Eric Forrester. Sure. And I, well, they did two albums with him, right? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jason came back, and when Jason or Jason came into the band, and when he came into the band, I think the, the singer, singer came back. Came too. back at that point, yeah. And they have a yeah. They got their the first back album back with him was just self titled, right? Two thousand three. Yeah, yeah was, just just way back. That's yeah. a pretty good album. Quite, that's an incredible. Quite, album. quite a weird move for Jason Newsted after you know Metallica. I, I, I thought it totally made sense. Well, because, well, he because fit in, I think he fit in really well the way he plays bass. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a good fit. Yeah, he's a huge fan. Yeah, yeah, and their bass is is pretty damn loud and. Like I, that's one of my notes about this album. The bass is really loud on this album, mm-hmm. which is yeah. great. I mean, it sounds really good. That's so. probably why he loves this man. He yeah, he loves Overkill too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. He does. <laughs> yeah, it's I would. It's not quite as it's got flying cigars odd. on. It. What's it? What's it called? Because I'm going to play in the car. It's just right. it's just called Voiv. It's, it's just, just Voivod. Voivod. It's just self-titled. There's there's yeah. Catorces on here, which is 2006, which wasn't as good. But that wasn't that wasn't good. No, it was kind of like leftover riffs and ideas. Was that after Piggy died? No. Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. And they, they yeah. tried to put together his stuff, yeah. Yeah. When Jason did, plays on that. When did Piggy <clears throat> die? I thought he, 2005, I think. Okay. I'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah. 2005. Interesting. Yeah. I, 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 August 20th, day before my birthday on 2005. No, wow. So he's void the album, is it? Yeah. 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 It's a black, it's kind of a generic album cover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's not as it's not quite as diverse as this stuff. It's a little more a little more straightforward. Mm-hmm. Probably because Jason's writing some of the stuff, but it's good. Right. So this is actually the third time we talked about Voivod because we talked about them when we did our 2018 year in review. Oh, yeah, that's right. And because uh, they had second best album of the year. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I just listened to Target Earth last night. That's a good that's album a great, too. That's a great, great album. album. Yeah, great but, album. Uh, really, the Wake, yeah. really good album. Yeah, and then yeah. they they took it to another level with the Wake though. Like Jesus oh, yeah. Christ, absolutely. Yeah, but um, yeah, this this one is is a tad weird. It takes, like Tim said, it takes a little <laughs> yeah. while to get get used. How many times yeah, we kind of threw you into it? the deep end on this one? How often did you listen to it? I've listened, I've listened to it twice, but it. it oh, that's it, not enough. You know, yeah. it, it's um. Make, Ten is minimum. It makes me want to. Uh, it makes me want to uh, drive off a cliff on fire. You know. Oh, well, that's is, not good. <laughs> that's pretty metal. 
Yeah. That's what you said about Motley Crue, so that can't be that good. Yeah, I don't know. At least Motley Crue had rhythm. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're just suicidal. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, just, it's just that mad screaming. We already talked about them. Warrior in there. But, you know, I can, I can hear that they can play their instruments well, for sure. Uh, they, they, they do play well. Speaking of speaking of instruments, what's what is that instrument at the end of the unknown nose? I'm gonna play it here in a minute. Sounds like a hurdy gurdy or something. What is a hurdy gurdy? <laughs> a hurdy gurdy was used on Low Man's lyric. Yeah. Uh, right here. That. What is that? I'm just curious. Hurdy gurdy. <laughs> I think it is. Play it again. <laughs> yeah, let's go hurdy gurdy. I'm going hurdy gurdy on that one. Play it again. Because I like saying hurdy gurdy. Isn't that an accordion? Could it be. could be an accordion too. It sounds like an accordion to me. Yeah, I can hear it. Weird Al. Weird Al will be proud. Yeah. <laughs> Voivod featuring Weird Al Yankovic. That's right. <laughs> for, awesome for 10 seconds. <laughs> it, would, it would fit. It would definitely fit. Oh, yeah, it is weird. There's yeah, other accordion players in the world, though. So they, yeah. wouldn't, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't call him Weird Al, though. They'd have to give him a new name. Yeah. Just weird. Yeah. Like a Voivod name. I don't know what it would be. His name's already... Uh, <laughs> weird, weird, weird Al's weird. to one of those. Like, it has to be Jasonic or, you know, Piggy and Snake. Yeah. All right. Well, Jasonic. Let's, <laughs> let's think on this. Le Alfred. <laughs> We have to be franchised, you know, French. Le Alfred. <laughs> yeah. Think about it all podcasts and at the end. Alfred. Yankee. Think about it for the next two hours and then. So Eric had said he thinks that the band kind of progressed and got better and better. I think they sort of broke away after this album. It's To me, there's like, it's almost like Metallica where there was two phases. To okay. me, this is the end of phase one and Angel Rat starts kind of a phase two. Or, or Spinal Tap Mark too. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Something like that. <laughs> well, I do think it's funny because I listened to Angel Rat too after I listened to this album because it kind of went right into it. And um, yeah, the first song on Angel Rat actually sounds like it could have been on The Outer Limits, I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's kind of that, that second phase. Panorama. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Where it's a little more accessible, a little this less song. weird. I don't remember Angel Rat. I've only heard it a few times. That's a great album. This is on Angel Rat. And that, see, this sounds like it could be on... I don't know. They had a video yeah. for this, didn't they? They had no. The, the video was "Clouds in My House." Yeah. Oh, that's right. So that's yeah, that's, not as good there. That's better. So you got some riffing going on there. I like it's that. yeah. It's a lot more. Yeah. It's a lot more accessible. He's so punk. That is. That, oh yeah. That is that is like English 1977 punk. Yeah. With the you know. With the Did you hear any of their original stuff? I mean, that's way different. Like their first album, first two albums. The first two albums are just like hardcore punk. Oh, I can play some yeah. of that. We can oh, yeah. War and Pain. Oh. Play, play Warriors oh, of Ice. Oh yeah. <laughs> play which one? Beware. The Warriors of Ice. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> yeah not good that's that's total chaotic punk right? like yeah yeah 
That's it what sounds I, like. Yeah. So Fourth of July. He hadn't lost his out. Ninety four. Whatever. That was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> he hadn't lost his uh, French accent yet either. Like he no, was full on French. They were so young. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, this is random, but uh, in thirty five seconds into missing sequence. It mm-hmm. uh, reminds me of the scene in Happy Gilmore where the announcer uh, goes, now. <laughs> I don't know the Happy Gilmore reference you're talking about. Do you have that pulled right. up somewhere? Oh, yeah. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Now. Now. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's That part of that song is kind of weird. I do have a note here, kind of like what Paul was saying, and it just says, "How did they write this stuff?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was. I meant to say that too. There, you know, you don't see you don't see any Voivod tribute bands. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's impossible. Well, they're they're niche to begin with. Yeah, and then yeah. they sound like they that. Are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah how but do we're we're going to try to do it. So, and to be honest, to be honest, True. Joe IPA is quite uh, you know run of the mill in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well what's a better i think yeah. they're more sour they're sour yeah, green sour yeah <laughs> green, yeah they're like that green sour drink you yeah. Yeah, yeah but no that tasted good <laughs> that tasted good right away and then it got worse as i went along oh sour. remember when you were a kid sour. i was like, like the guns and roses of beer yeah. no it was it's like the spice remember when you like beer you tried no. coffee as a kid and you're like what the fuck it's burned water drink yeah it's because <laughs> it's like it smelled the so fuck good. Is this? And then I thought it smelled <laughs> yeah, good as a kid, and then you tasted it. Yeah, you're like, mm-hmm. and yeah. then like your dad gives you like a Miller Light or something to try when you're ten. You're like, oh my Wait, god, what? No, you're, he you're gave like, us like yeah, a it's Coors Light or it was, it was like Lowenbrow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was Bush, horrible. Bush and light. he's like, this is this is beer, and you're like, okay, and you taste it, and you go, God, what the you fuck? fuck? Like, this like we got to drink oh, the whole thing. My father yeah. gave me, and then me, another uh, one, and then you get it. My my first beer yeah. uh, thirteen was the Red Stripe, that Brazilian strong lager. Oh, that's, oh, that's a good beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, two of those, and I was shit faced. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like it though? Oh, yeah. Did it taste good? Yeah. Uh, you know, at the time it was too exciting to even care. Was, okay. Yeah. Beer. <laughs> it's beer. Yeah, I, I, hated, I hated the taste beer. of beer. You know, I, you know that my age, analogy is ruined. You, you drink anything at that age, and it doesn't matter what it tastes like. It's alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, get, that. <laughs> get, get this Bacardi rum down my neck. Ugh, horrible minging. Yeah. Maybe coffee's Crap. a better analogy. Yeah. yeah, like dark dark coffee or black coffee or something. That's so like, the, it's, all, so this, it's all drugs. So this Voivod album can be summed up as coffee when you drink it at ten years old. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Go. It's an it's an acquired taste. Yeah. There you yes. Go. Yes. Yeah, because as you get older and you start drinking coffee more often, it's like, oh, actually, this is really good. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. A bean pie, bath. but you know what else? When we were bean ice cream, when we were starting out, <laughs> it's an acquired. There was taste. two coffees, right? There was um, Maxwell House and Folgers. They're yeah. both shit, yeah. and then there weren't that many beers either. It was like yeah, Bud one, Miller. Yeah. Like you had to, like the only good beer was Guinness at the bar. Oh yeah, yes, exactly. Everything else was something light, yep, or Budweiser. Yeah. But now, oh yeah, are, now it's yeah. ridiculous. Coffees, you can get yeah. delicious coffee anywhere now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate yeah. you guys. That's Voivod. <laughs> That's voting for you. <laughs> Eric, you should you should play a little bit more of this album. Something like maybe the first song. Yeah. Or 
pre-ignition's good. I think my favorite song is the last song. Yeah, just so we get because we played a lot of other stuff. That bass, that bass is so good. Yeah, this song's awesome. Yeah. It's just, not all over the place. It's that might be their heaviest so good. on an album. That riff is kind of heavy. Yeah, that's my favorite song on the album. Yeah. That was Sub Effect? Yeah. They just came to Richmond, too, which sucks. But I it was like a Wednesday night, so I wouldn't have been able to go in. Um, you got you to gotta be able to go out on school nights. Fuck can't, it. Can't do it. You can do it. You used <laughs> to do it. <laughs> to Richmond on a work night? Can't do yeah. it. Yeah. I remember doing that. That's I a, saw 311 on a work night in Richmond. Came yeah. back and went to work in the morning. <laughs> I wish I could. I would have loved to see them on this tour. Things seemed easier in your 20s, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it little was bit. like, it's like your rubber band. You can just snap back. Yep. And then tw- uh, two decades later, you're like a 20-year-old rubber band, and it just yeah, <laughs> just dry rotted. Elasticity. <laughs> just breaks. <laughs> There's no yeah, elasticity at all. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> it's just a long band. I go to any gig now, and I feel like even though I'm just standing there at the back or sitting down, I feel like I've been pummeled in the in the mosh pit just watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I hurt just seeing it, you know. And then and then I get yeah. home and I'm like, what, what the hell? So um, <laughs> should, we, should we should we move on from Voivod? Are we good? You guys have more? Uh, on have you guys seen Voivod live? Yes. Yes. By you. Yes. Well, you, I know you would have Tim because you saw him with like yeah. Soundgarden or something, didn't you? And yeah, Faith No More. Dick. But well, we saw them on the <laughs> we saw them on the outer outer limits tour too, to outer limits tour also, and Clutch we did opening. with Clutch opening, right? Ah, oh, dicks. That was amazing. <laughs> that was That's the first time we saw Clutch. Even heard of Clutch. Yeah. And we'd never heard anything great. by them, and oof, that show. You was... didn't hear them from Seth Lake in his Jeep. <laughs> Not yet. No. Maybe oh. I don't. So. He used to play that tape all the time. He did. He, yeah, came out. he loved it. I think it was a pre-release, right? Maybe. <sighs> Maybe. And they were kind of a local band, so possibly. Yeah. 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 I, I would just say only about we're, this we're album. Really I got inside here on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I got this new, another another freebie from Todd. He's like, Voivod. And uh took me a long time to get into it. And then I got Angel Rat when that first came out, and it was like was this your Whoa. first? Inter- was this your introduction to Voivod? This album? No, the introduction to Voivod was uh, Dimension Hatros because they had a video for um, Travel Convictions on Headbangers mm-hmm. Ball, and I was like, "Uh, it's weird." Yeah. I like the beginning, but it's weird. And then a friend of ours named um, Shane Fisher, uh, yeah. he bought Killing Technology, and I was like, "I just don't, I don't get it. I don't know. I love that album now, but when he bought it, I was like, it's." Mm-hmm. weird and noisy and yeah, I don't know what's happening the, the thing back then there was so much happening and so much to choose from that if I listened to something I thought god what's this like next <laughs> next, next yeah now well, I I think, I'm forcing myself to listen to it now but back then it was like I was buying yeah. five albums what, a week you know oh, that's terrible next <laughs> I was bound and determined to like it so do you think do you guys think that like maybe with um, Voivod there's like a eureka moment like you kind of like get them mm. at a certain yeah. point 
Yeah, and yeah. Then all so. their other stuff makes more sense after that. Yeah, that's how mm-hmm. I felt about them. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, it's like oh, and then, and then yeah, it's very strange. Not that's, to veer too much off topic, but that happened to me with Three Eleven. Not a metal band, but I didn't like Three Eleven at all when I heard Down. And then Joe, yeah. you showed me their first two albums, and when I heard Fat Chance, the last song on music, I was like, yeah. oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this song is awesome. So now I get it. So, yeah, but sometimes those are the best albums are the ones where it takes you a long time. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Because there's albums where you're like, this is great. It's so awesome. And then you're like, and then it you're, was good. Wore, and then it wears out right away, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a, yeah, it's like, it's just done. You're like, it was good. And, but this, this something like Voivod, you're like, man. You start peeling away. Listen, it's like, yeah. yeah. And you probably, you might hear new things in it today if you listen to it. You might be like, I never noticed that because there's so much going on. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh yeah, those are sometimes the sometimes the best albums are those the ones that are just like. Well, it's like uh, when I mentioned before, I, I didn't notice that. I mean, I I noticed it, but that little hurdy gurdy or accordion thing, I didn't. Yeah, he didn't really. I didn't really pay too much attention. I was like, what the hell is that? What? what are these it's just another weird thing on the Voivoda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like um, with the complex albums, like, like a lot of like metal albums are very complex. The good ones, at least, I think. And yeah. then um, I think of the term twisted into form because mm-hmm. they kind of that's kind of what you have to do yeah it's like you have to cut through mm-hmm. everything and start kind of getting a map of it in your mind yeah yeah and appreciating it and like okay now yeah. i get it oh, yeah. okay and then yeah that's one of the that's one of the favorite things about heavy metal is yeah. it's it's not easily digestible right away right you know so it's not Paul, we definitely, uh, it's not, but probably threw you in the deep end on this for sure. This is like, <laughs> well, Voivod is a deeper version of that, which is, yeah, this is like even cooler, you know? Yeah. They're asking you to run when you haven't even crawled yet with this band. So it's, <laughs> yeah, I've been looking, oh yeah, we, we, we set you up for failure. I've been looking for so. that green sour beer ever since. I need that. They brew it right down the road from me here in Delaware. Yeah. You got to travel up to Delaware for that stuff. Well, no, you can buy it somewhere. I've right. seen, well, Keith had one of those same that, he had oh, one yeah. of those last week. Not today, Satan. Or last month. Yeah. yeah. So, they'll be corporate soon enough, probably. Mm-hmm, probably. Fucking corporate. Well, so, um, <clears throat> I would love to spend all, all evenings talking about Voivod, but there are other bands we should probably yeah. get there to. There are other bands I would like to talk about, too. Sure. So, what do you want to do next? Um, yeah, what do we want to do next? Mm-hmm. Wasp. Wasp, okay. Wasp. Just because okay. that's next on my windows here. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, Wasp. Uh, Headless Children is the album. Uh, let me get some stats and stuff on this. So, uh, Wasp are, what are they, an L.A. band, I think? Yeah. 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 Uh, Blackly Lawless is the... What's interesting is he's lead vocals on this album, but it says rhythm guitar, but I also know he plays bass live. So yeah, he plays I bass. thought he was the bass player. Well, it says on, on yeah. Wikipedia he plays rhythm guitar on this album, too, and then there's another guy who plays bass on this album. Johnny Rod. Johnny Rod. (laughs) (laughs) What does that sound like? I mean, it's better than Dick Rod. One of our our gang from school is Johnny, and he was nicknamed Johnny Rod because of Johnny Johnson. Maybe he was a wasp. Yeah. He was. Frankie Benali on drums. Ken Hensley on keyboard. And uh, Chris Holmes on lead guitar. Oh, Chris Holmes. If anyone's ever seen... The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2. Yep. What? Why was he? If you I, haven't seen, seen that, go watch Was that. Wasp He's, on that? 
Yeah, the well, mostly, is. yeah, Chris Holmes was mostly. He was in a whole interview with him in his pool. It was the weirdest interview. He's in a pool on one of those oh, yeah. little, like, inflatable bed things or whatever you want, you know, inflatable yeah. chairs. And he's he's like drinking vodka straight, like an entire he's dumping it on his face. Liter of vodka, yeah, just but it's like, I mean, pouring on himself, isn't he? Beyond yeah, wasted, yeah, and yeah, his yeah. mom is sitting by the pool the yeah. whole interview. It's just the weirdest right. interview. It's just the strangest thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Mm. Rock and roll, so why is, and over the top. You know? But why is and his just, mom there? Yeah, that was the weird part. Like, <laughs> what? And he's incoherent. Like he's not being. Oh, sense. he's. Beyond blasted, it's ridiculous. So yeah, that's unfortunately that's probably what Chris Holmes is known best for. <laughs> Even probably. though the guitar work on this album is pretty damn good, like, yeah, you know, there's really some really a lot good of good riffs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a great fucking Lita Ford is on this album. Uh, it's a great rock and roll it's album. That's for sure. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, I, I did. She's I well, that. she's a ba- she does backing vocals on Thunderhead, right? Huh. Yeah, it's all all the ba- there's a whole bunch of extra people on. Thunderhead. There's a ton. Of, yeah, there's a ton of backing vocals on the song Thunderhead, but hmm. she's on there too. Um, so this was released in uh, 89, obviously. Two, two days ago in uh, 1989. Yeah, that's right. Um, on Capitol Records. <laughs> it reached number 48 on the Billboard charts, which is pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry to go higher than that. It was, I mean, it was quite a... It was quite a probably their, is, is this their most popular album? Best-selling album? It should be. I don't know if it is or not. I didn't see that on Wikipedia, but it definitely should be because it's definitely their best album. Yeah. We I mean, put this a lot album, of research into this. We go to Wikipedia. It's... <laughs> it's, it's well, yeah. <laughs> um, I keep looking it, up and to the left because there's actually, ironically enough, a wasp in here. <laughs> Very scary. There's a wasp. Are you allergic? No. Good. It's just irritating. Um, <laughs> anyway, so let's... Sorry. I What's think it's their most popular album because it's the only one of their albums I ever owned. <laughs> so based on your yeah, <laughs> it's got collection. Be their <laughs> That's one more Clearly than they would have had. One. You right? Sure. It's, 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 it says here it was the it was the first one to sell poorly, but it's their most critically acclaimed, and then and then actually mm. did better. Huh. Good. Then I don't have to buy more. Yeah. Play a little bit of them, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. people know. Sick. Yep. I love his voice. Yeah, he's got a great voice. This singing kind of reminds me of the big F a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I think his voice could fit in with just about any metal. Yeah. Genre, yeah, like he could be a good thrash yeah, vocalist. He could be, yeah. You know. I, I was just thinking that's that's how you do heavy metal vocals without screaming too much. I mean, mm-hmm. it sounds gruff, but he's not. Uh-huh. Yeah. it's not. It's, it's not that irritating high screaming. It's like, it's, it's a deep, yes, yeah, growl, guttural, yeah, yeah. yeah. right? Yeah, but it's yeah, in yeah. key, but in yeah, in key, on and key he's got and some vibrato going on there. Like he can yeah. actually sing, so yeah, it's yeah. really it completely it sums up the attitude totally. Of, you know, let's, oh yeah, that's heavy metal and. and uh, and, it, and it's kind of fun and exciting and, and, and at the same time. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Just awesome album. Love it. So and the, the production on this album is, I thought it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's good. Sound. Very good. Which, uh, hey, uh, did you guys get the version with the extra songs on yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. I did, but I didn't really listen. Like, I stopped. Oh, those are the, 
This is the best stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is some of my favorites. <laughs> really? You stopped That's at funny. the Rebel and the FDG, right? Is that the one? Yeah. I mean, I listened to all of them. But, you know, I listened to the extras at, at some point, but I, when I listened to it again recently, I just stopped at Rebel and the FDG. So, that's, right. so that is the last one. Are we allowed to talk about those? No, no, we can talk about them. Okay. You're, you've all, uh, you all spotted the, uh, the, the Who cover. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, course. my God. That was that's, when, that's I, when, when I had the album in uh, high school that was the one I, that was like the only song I listened to over Quadrophenia did you ever see a film called Quadrophenia you guys uh-uh. I have not I, I do like The Who I, I need to go back and watch that yeah it's good the bass on this is ridiculous yeah I wonder if <laughs> Johnny Rod yeah it might be Johnny Rod maybe another one of those where I didn't I'd never heard the original you know kind of like uh, Astronomy Domine I, not, I didn't know the original <laughs> um, so to me this is a new song because I didn't know yeah. about the original so, but yeah that's a great cover um, and I gotta say you guys might I mean this is a bold statement but the song Mean Man I would put up with I would I would put up against any song on, on that we're gonna talk about tonight like what do you mean? It's it's one of my favorite songs of, of this entire collection that we're listening to tonight. The song "Mean Man." Like, well, let's uh, hear it. Oh well, yeah. The chorus in that song. Oh, it's so good. It has a terrible, t- terrible song title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lyrics are a little cheesy, but I love this chorus. I agree with you. It's like heavy metal Billy Idol. Yeah. Oh yeah, he said Chewbacca too. So that makes automatically makes the song awesome. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> what? I swear to God, there Darth Vader is on this album. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, in the middle of Thunderhead. <laughs> oh yeah. Will you? What are they, what are they doing? He doesn't he say I'm know. your father too? Luke. Or I'm your you? master. That's Maybe what he does. He does say, "I'm your master." I'm your master. I am your master. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's a shit. Oh yeah. Talk later. Tell me about your father. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone says you killed him. I'm your father. <laughs> I'm your father. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. I wonder, I wonder how much they paid James. Why is Jules with you? <laughs> Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like Star Wars was super popular in 89, right? Like, yeah. just, why, why would it <laughs> well, had something? Not really. That was an obvious Darth Vader yeah. <laughs> thunderhead. Like, hey, he, has, he hasn't been used in a while. We should bring him back. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> do you, I mean, do you guys know the story behind that part? Like, that's weird. To me. I, I have no idea. No, I don't know. I mean, I it's, know. clearly it's like, you know, drug reference, right? So, Is it? 
Yeah, it's just I think the whole song Thunderhead is about drugs, right? And I didn't whole, read the, the whole ending, the, the whole that whole part where he's like, "Will you do this for me?" That's all. That's the drugs basically talking to him, right? Yeah. That's what I took from that. Like deep dr- drugs are going to make you do all this crazy shit, stupid shit. You know? I mean, that's they what? don't have to. You're, you're a responsible <laughs> drug user, yeah. Clearly, he is. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's how he felt. Yeah. He was being an idiot because he was addicted to drugs. Is that his story? I don't know what happened to this band. I don't know. I don't know shit about Wasp. Other, no, than, no. other than whenever I read a book, like a band's a heavy metal band's memoirs, like they hate Blackie Lawless. Like they all, really, yes. even the Scorpions, they all fucking hate those two bands. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> was a story the in Scott Ian's book, and I'm not, I know you know this, Joe, but where uh, they toured, it was a brief tour with. Black Sabbath, Wasp, and Anthrax. And it was when Black Sabbath was not with Ozzy or Dio, the singer. Who knows what the singer was? But it was a short-lived tour because the audiences just were not there. Mm-hmm. But um, Wasp would do their soundtrack first, and they took so much time that they gave no time at all for Anthrax to finish their, like to do soundtrack at all. Like, Ugh. Blackie Lawless would stand on stage for an hour just fucking around with his sound and and by the time he was done anthrax had like 10 minutes to do anything so Ugh. and uh you know he and said anthrax probably was opening right yeah yeah anthrax one of the openers the best band is opening on that tour <laughs> yeah, <of> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> at least in at least with black sabbath in that version you know yeah but yeah scott ian mentions him a couple times in the book and both times it's all <laughs> negatively <laughs> like, He's, yeah this guy's he a fucking a little, arrogant prick yeah you know? like a prima donna so, yeah yeah I, mean, I don't know much about Wasp either. I, I just know I love this album. And I don't. I went yeah. back and tried to listen to some other stuff, but it doesn't even compare to this at all. Really? Yeah. This is, this is, this is everything I shouldn't like. I mean, being into Maiden and all that lot, the early stuff. This, this, is, mm-hmm. this is everything that Molly Crew would not, in my opinion. I know you like them. This is a totally oh. cheesy LA style album, but. I don't know. It's just in your face and exciting and brash and explodes out. And I just thought, you know, and the saw blade. Me and my mates used to cut out cardboard saw blades and attach them to ourselves, and <laughs> we'd go to we'd go to parties dressed as Blackie Lawless. I don't know why. <laughs> we found this well, exciting, should, you know, and interesting. You know, we should probably talk about their their history with the PMRC because they were oh, one of yeah. the, the big bands that were mm-hmm. targeted by. The whole PMRC thing. Um, Fuck like a beast. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> shocking. <laughs> yeah, that's shocking. shocking. Tactics. Yeah. Was was the wasp um, really? Does it really mean what we all thought it meant? We are sexual perverts, yeah. right? Yeah. Sexual? Did, did, did it? Re- oh, did it, did it I didn't mean, even. You know. I think so. I yeah. That. I think that's what it stands for. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, so it's an acronym. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Yeah, because yeah, I see now. Yeah. WASP. Yeah. Well, the album cover is just Wasp. But there's no. That's true. Yeah. There's right. No indication. It was, it, was always, it always seemed to be like a rumor to me. I didn't know if you'd heard it as well. What was I, Nike? What or Adidas was all day I dream about sex. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only knew that because of corn, but. Oh, I remember that from when we were in elementary school. Oh. Yeah, that was a yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had like six adidas shirts and they were all in different colors and i wore one a different one every day to, to school in like third grade or something <laughs> so i remember it from that yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean they were you know looking looking at it now it's like these lyrics are so outrageous but compared to what even just like rap artists or, or some of the other like oh yeah 
you know, what they're singing about and what all these other bands and artists are singing about these days is like, and it's a, you know, it's on the radio, you know? Tongue-in-cheek with Wasp. It's it's just, it's kind of cheesy, you know, fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not on like Venom. It's kind of like the two, you know? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That's what I took from Venom. They're they're just like the satanic version of Wasp. Yeah. 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 They're They're just doing it to piss people off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're taking the piss, <laughs> right? As, as Paul would say. <laughs> it seems odd now in the 21st century to talk about it. Was it shocking back then? I mean, to me, was just it made us laugh, you know, and it was just funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the time, it it was outrageous, yeah. but yeah. Um, you know, looking back now, it's like it's nothing now. It's, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, people don't even. You, a twelve-year-old look at the lyrics on this album and go, "I don't get it. Like, what's the big yeah. deal? Like, who cares?" Like, what? I mean, the <laughs> clip you use at the beginning of the show with Barbara Walters, she's like, you know, that whole thing she's talking about. Yeah, that that uh, newscast was it featured Wasp, or at least it talked about Wasp a little bit. Yeah, it was like you know, well, they had the, music, yeah, well, the was, their first album was the cod piece with the like the, the buzzsaw the coming chainsaw. out, chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I'm just now looking at this album cover very closely. Have you, have you looked at it? Yeah. Like they have those children? Yeah, there's Hitler and Stalin and some yeah. KKK guys. Yeah, they Khomeini. talk about that on on, um, on Wikipedia, basically saying okay. the, the cover art is based on Gateway to uh, Stalingrad. Stalingrad. Stalingrad, sorry, my bad. A Gateway to Stalingrad, a cartoon by Daniel R. Fitzpatrick, depicts a string of historical figures, including the Joseph Alcatel. Stalin, Hitler... Uh, Himmler, uh, Mussolini, yeah, Charles Manson, Jim Jones, um, a bunch of you know Klu Klux Klan's on there. Um, it's it's a pretty good album cover now that I look at it. Closer. Later later editions of the album have replaced. Uh, let's see, later editions of the album have replaced, among others, Khomeini with additional KKK members. Apparently, so. huh? I had to look Khomeini. It's just a mild shot. Is that oh? You know? Yeah, but then you listen to it; it doesn't sound shocking. I mean, I was listening. No, God. yeah, the album cover is way more political than anything on the album, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know what the lyrics of "Headless Children" are, but I don't think it deals with any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I just, don't it's think just so. Fun rock and roll, man. I mean, I, I was listening to the exploited interesting album cover. There are all sorts of hardcore punk back then, and that was shocking in, in context. But this, this yeah. in context is just LA rock and roll done fast, and you know, very, very like. It's almost a thrash album. Yeah, almost, almost yeah. You make that? It's it's pretty close. There's a lot of double basses. Mm-hmm. There's not really a lot of time changes. It's kind no. of no. Well, I was I was hoping I would like this album as much as I did because I had this album on record when I was like you know 12 years old and I yeah. listened to the hell out of this album. So going into it, I was like, I, I think I'm going to like this album, but it might just be nostalgic because <laughs> I you know listened to it when I was 12. So who knows? Yeah. But I'm glad to see it holds up as well as it does because it, does. it yeah. really is a great album. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it lifted me. I was driving in the car, and, and I remember, you know, you got, you got, you got your memories, and, and, and listening to it again fresh, it was like, yeah, man, this is, you know, this is rock and roll, man. This, this, this is good fun, hard, you know, hard rock. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I will say that I do like the first half better than this, like the song "Forever Free." I didn't think it was, uh, it was yeah. pretty. It was like their mandatory ballad, like they had to write a ballad. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, they didn't need yeah. that. Yeah. Nah. Probably very so very so. generic sounding. You guys didn't yeah. hear "For Whom the Bell Tolls," right? <laughs> it's one of the extra songs. I heard I did it. Hear it. I just yeah, don't it's on Spotify. It. Yeah, yeah, it is on there. 
it's a good it's a good song i just wanted to know if <clears throat> of course my first thought to... was well hold on is this a cover <laughs> yeah why would you do that <laughs> yeah five years later yeah that's that's a that's one of my favorites actually they're I like War Cry and Lake of Fools too a lot. I, I I didn't realize when I was listening to the album that they were extras. Yeah. Because they had the uh, iTunes one. And it comes with it. Yeah, I don't remember this song. But these were really good songs. Locomotive Breath is pretty much ever. Yeah, I thought so. Who was that by? Jethro Tull. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. It is kind of weird that, that they would have an album or a song called that. Yeah. I think that might have been taken. Well, I mean, not that, you know, not that Metallica made up for whom the bolt holes. No, that, that but phrase, it's a Hemingway but, novel. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean. But, and he probably didn't even make it up. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably a saying. It's just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Does, uh, Tweet us if you know the answer. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's three more quick. Points I want to make uh, notes. I guess I want to make about this album. I'm talking about. Hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> this was the last album to feature Chris Holmes. We talked about him earlier, but uh, um, yeah, it's just I think after this, because of all of his drug use and and uh, alcoholism and all that stuff, they kicked him out. So um, I thought that was interesting. Um, there is a song called "Neutron Bomber." And Blackie Lawless confirmed that that is about Ronald Reagan. <laughs> but he says in the song something like Georgie or, or no, I'm sorry, uh, like Ronnie or something like that. So Yeah, he, and yeah, I figured it must have been about Reagan. But I was like, the timing is kind of off. Right, because well, he, he wrote it a couple years before. He, he must, must have, because yeah, <laughs> it's like, you're a little late there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says, what does it say? The song, despite most being written about, mostly written about Reagan's presidency, was released a few months after his retirement and the election of George Bush Sr. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. And uh, the <laughs> well, last he had a big thing. legacy. Yeah. Oh, and the song "Rebel in the FDG." FDG stands for Fucking Decadent Generation. Oh. I'm pretty like sure that. that song's good. That's a good song. I like that. Yeah, song. it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's <clears throat> like I thought that after Neutron Bomber, it kind of yeah like. The last, the three songs after that were okay, and then Rebel and the FTG kind of picked it back up again. Yeah, yeah I, like that song I agree. Yeah. yeah, that's why I said Although the first I, half I, I like a lot in, better. But. I can't remember. I can't like play it in my head right now, but I know it. The way he's singing this album, if you get like Axl Rose with um, Rob Halford, kind of like yeah, he's it's the most metal, like you guys said, most metal. Yeah, voice. This, this is this is Harley Davidson music. This, this is <laughs> yeah, that's that is a good. It's kind of a badass album. They're, yeah. they're, they're trying to sound um, with, with um, like aggressive, but it, it just isn't, is it? It just, it's just, <laughs> it's just Harley music. It's just really, yeah, you know, it's exciting. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's fun. fun. It's a fun album. If I was on a 
in a motorcycle gang and did coke all the time. This this is the only thing I've ever listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Just play Rebels with the FTG. FTG it does, the it does sound time. like that. Yeah, Paul said that. It's like, like oh, in a yeah, movie. I can see that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that Rebel in the FTG. I can totally hear that at like a, you know, in a movie. biker, you know, biker gang rolling down the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. His voice is kind of like a higher uh, John Bush, higher pitched John Bush. Yeah, yeah. John Bush, that, great metal voice. Oh yeah, my gosh, the same yeah. grit and. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say that uh, Blackie Lawless has almost got the perfect heavy metal voice because we've had a oh, lot yeah. to say about vocals. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, listening to you guys, your podcasts, and it's it's like every every podcast there seems to be multiple bands where we're like the vocals suck, man. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And actually, with this one, I mean, ignoring Bruce Dickinson and people like that, but you know, all these other bands, I, I can I can say Blackie is just yeah, he's got a fantastic voice. Yeah, yeah, great voice. It makes it. I mean, you could have ruined this. You could have ruined it with the silly screeching stuff, but. Oh yeah, this would have sucked without him. Yeah, this this adds to that exciting, you know. Well, it, it, music. It, it says something about songwriting too, because it's just really good songwriting on this album. Like the songs are really catchy, but they're also heavy, and yeah. you know, like Mean Man. It's that chorus is so catchy. Like I was, yeah. <laughs> thankfully, I have kids who are old enough now that I can walk around the house going, "I'm a mean motherfucking man." I guess <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, they were know. always old enough. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, it's it's. I think it's just good songwriting and good vocalists, good production. It's just it's a great you know all around well, say, good package. Yeah, I would say without ever hearing any of their other stuff or albums or songs, or whatever, mm-hmm. this is their best album. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by far. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the most critically acclaimed is research, uh, Crimson Isla, which was the album after this one. Oh, really? And That's you the said that, that they re-released that. Oh, yeah, last year that was re- it was re-recorded. Oh, re-recorded. Oh, they did okay. a re-recording. Yeah. yeah, and it's almost like a. I guess it's kind of like a play. It's there's a bunch of cheesy like uh, oh. like Hamilton. Yeah, like well, not not quite Hamilton, but Hamilton. But there's like there's little interludes with him talking to someone, and it's actually him talking to himself. <laughs> Is it like that Dracula play? No, and that's kind of cheesy. Say, that sounds, it, yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> It's not quite that bad either, but <laughs> didn't we? I think I referenced that before. Didn't we play yeah. some of that? Yeah, we Probably. did. Yeah, one of our one of our podcast images was that that puppet. Yeah, yeah. it was like die episode two or something. Like yeah. Die, I can't. It's not quite that. He's there's no there's no singing. There's just like these talking he's interludes. Talking to himself. That's very. Well, uh, he's talking to like another voice. person. Oh, it was, was Queensrÿche, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, kind of like Queensrÿche. That's what. It, that's why we played it. Okay. Yeah, it's like that actually, but it's he's not. It, it's supposed to be another person, but it's, you can tell it's it's him. He's just like oh, okay. they put an effect on his voice, and you're like, that's still you, dude. It's so obvious. Is Darth Vader <laughs> in that one too? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but the songs are pretty good. I, I was playing the the re-recorded version, and the songs were pretty good. Yeah, they, they were, kind of fell into obscurity after probably after this album. Well, I guess after Crimson, the Crimson Idol. Crimson Idol. Because, yeah. you know, I don't, yeah, I don't know, the like, they weren't, I don't feel like they were on the metal radar at all, right? They were kind of like, in between glam and thrash. Yeah. So they weren't really, so when glam died, they kind of died with it because. But they were never, yeah. but they, they had that the image. of either, right? They, they were trying to, they were kind of, since they were straddling, I guess, they, they were never. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of course I didn't were, know anybody that, I didn't know anyone that like Wasp. You had the, you had, you, you had the, the Nirvana effect, you know. 
Oh, yeah. before, well, look I at, mean, I'm talking about even before that. I don't remember. Look at the album cover. Anybody talking about Look at the album cover to Inside the Electric Circus. No oh, God. <laughs> I mean, Metallica okay. opened well, for the name already. Tour, so like, no. Yeah, I mean, he's like total spandex out. Like his entire outfit is just one <clears throat> giant spandex leopard print thing or some shit. So What's the album called Inside the Electric Circus. Oh my God. I'm so pretty sure I got that, that album on uh, Columbia House, and I. <laughs> yeah, turned it in. I traded it in the record record tape that, exchange. Yeah, well, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Motley Crue meets Cats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very it's terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Super cheese, yeah. man. But that's what it was. And it's not a good album either. The best no. song that's, is a cover. So they they. I don't know how is the, you've heard the album. Is oh, yeah. I tried to listen to it and it's not good. No. Is it glam yeah. or heavy? It's no, it's, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty much glam. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Oh my god! Yeah, they were pretty much glam when they first started out. Is that I mean, Mikey they, Wallace? You know. Is that what he looks like? Is that yeah. him on the cover? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, he's not even. He, he doesn't look like a girl enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got he's that dude, beefy dude rich, but he's got big poofy hair. Yeah. yeah, I had the last yeah. command, which I thought the last command was going to be awesome because the title sounds really. Kind of dark and heavy. Sounds yeah, Hitler-ish. last command. It, what's that? Sounds kind of Hitlery. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. The, the final solution, the last commands. I don't know. Anyway, it's not a good album. <laughs> um. Hmm. I'm kind of fascinated by this. Um, how they weren't really the big band of either genre. You, they- Let me play this. This is on Inside the Electric Circus. Already, the production's a lot worse. Yeah. Is the album before uh, Headless Children? Yes. It's not bad. Now it's bad. It's nine five nasty. Yeah, yeah. That's stupid. I mean, song titles like "Shoot from the Hip" and "Sweet <laughs> Sweet Cheetah." Come on. The only good song is "Easy Living," and that's a that's a cover song. Oh wait a minute! You missed the best song title of all time. <laughs> Mantronic. Douchebag blues. Mantronic. What is it? Mantronic. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you play Mantronic, Eric? That sounds, that like, sounds a like a Megadeth, Megadeth song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Totally. Mantronic. Mantronic. Yeah. Mantronic. <laughs> hey, Ricky, all I want to know is, will you take my pulse? <laughs> Not a cyborg. Oh, God. <laughs> Foreclosure oh. of a Mantronic. <laughs> This song is called Mantronic. <laughs> Next one's called Mantronic. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's better than Metallica. Oh, yeah. Cool. Dave Mustaine did write all this album. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He's not credited, but he wrote it. He wrote all this shit. Man and Machine. Oh, the lyrics are awesome. Yeah. 
fucking love this uh, already. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Oof. That's Wow. <laughs> um, it blind should be on Turbo Lover. Texas. What album was that on? I love that. We love that. Oh, Blind in Texas. That's uh. Yeah, man, that was one of our anthems, actually. Last command. That was on Last Command. Yeah. There you go. I mean, it, that, that, that's not a bad song. It's not a bad yeah. album. I mean, they had a few good songs on it. Tim was right. This- yeah. They're very anthony. Yeah, they are yeah. very anthony. They yeah. probably were, it probably is tiring to go to one of their shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, every song's an anthem. You, you get like worn out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the voice. If, for if it, you're playing "Run to the Hills" basically over and over right. and over, you're gonna be dead. <laughs> That's impressive. But, he can sing like that. I keep yeah, looking at this voices. picture of the album cover. Every time I like a song, and I go, "Oh, I fucking hate it." <laughs> He's Mr. Mistopheles uh, or whatever I don't know it is. We're talking about. Cats on the cover. Oh, yeah, Paul. We're talking about the album uh, Inside the Electric Circus. Inside the Barking Circus. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. What kind of dog is that? <laughs> well, there's four border collies and a boxer, so yeah. Oh, that sounds oh, like a boxer. Um, there's the border collies. Are, oh. <laughs> God, are they giant border collies? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Hey, literally, that dog literally said wolf. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eric, you're going to have to edit. That dog really just... cool over the dog barks, aren't you? You're gonna have to... That dog just barked. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> That's right. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> Woof. Yeah. It's <laughs> a Samuel L. Jackson border collie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I was inside the electric circus is the album we were talking discussing. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, making the fun album, of really. You need to Google that album cover because it's something special. It's a special. thing of glory. Yeah. Yeah. The, ele- really the electric circus. Yeah. Inside the electric circus. Yeah. 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 Just look up the album cover. That's all you look need to do. Al- oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's terrible. You're right. <laughs> uh, man, they wore that stuff, didn't they? And that, those are some sexy legs there. Oh, that just, he's got claws on, on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love the uh, that was, the fake the fake cages in or whatever. It looks like, it's, it kind of looks like Clooney in a ridiculous yeah. outfit for him. <laughs> it could actually be Paul Stanley on there, actually. No, it's too handsome. It's Clooney. Damn. He's got his BC Rich. Bitch. Yeah. BC, BC, yeah, Rich, BC bitch. Rich Bitch. I wanted that guitar for a long time, actually. Did he play? Did he ever play live in this getup? Oh, probably. <laughs> I don't think I want to know, actually. I'd rather no, not I don't, see yeah. that. <laughs> Ooh, you should look at recent pictures of him. No. <laughs> He's looking pretty rough. Yeah, apparently, yeah. he only plays, I guess Wasp only plays overseas. They don't play in America anymore. Huh. What a, what a yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So the system of a down, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Well, it's all those European festivals. Then again, they're from European. Yeah, they're from Europe. They, Europeans have better taste in music. So I think they are German and they are from French. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, hey, uh, <laughs> let's. Why don't we go to the other side of America for for the next band? How many how many bands can thank James Hetfield for inspiration on their logos? <laughs> That's a good Jesus question. Christ, <laughs> Lots. maybe a lot. <laughs> hey, let's talk about nuclear assault now. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should do that. Uh, so yeah, the album is uh, handled with care. Uh, let me play a little Get bit it. of it while I while I talk about it. Uh, let's see. What do you want to hear? <laughs> the uh, hit. Play the hit single, man. They're hit. Play the hit single. <laughs> Critical Mass uh, is the most well known. Is it? It's probably their biggest song. Really? I would yeah. think so. Yeah. I, well, I would have so, no guess on that. This, this is it. Well, it's um, their most successful album by far. It's, it's the best-selling album they put out, um, which is interesting because between this and Boy Bod, both albums were most successful. They're most successful. And not their best. No. Mm, it's close for me on this band. Yeah, it's close. This one or the one in last Survive. year before? Yeah. Survivor's right. better, but it's close. I have the... Um, the sentimental, like this is the first album I got by them. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'd actually agree with you, Joe. I think it's close for me. It's, it's close. real. This it's probably a, if any band off the top of my head I can think of, like best and second best album. They're yeah, probably the closest. So it's Dan Lilker on bass. Yep. John Connolly guitar and vocals. Glenn Evans on drums and Anthony Bramante on lead guitar. Produced by. Of course. Randy Burns. R- Randy Burns. Oh, Randy Burns. <laughs> <laughs> so they're a, a New York City band. And for those who don't know, uh, Dale Nilker is uh, the original bass player at Anthrax, or was yeah. the original bass player. He and <clears throat> founding actually, member, right? Yeah. He and Scotty yeah. and, um, formed Anthrax. So I think they went to high school together. Yeah. And so did John Connolly. With that's right. Yep. That's mm-hmm. right. So. The second band tonight that, to me, my ears sound very is punk metal. I believe I put that on Facebook. I think that's yeah, a New York yeah, trash they're, thing. They're a crossover it's a crossover, almost. yeah, yeah, crossover. Yeah. Like Overkill and and um, it's that yeah, assault. the New York hardcore scene is really influential yeah. on them and, and Overkill. Yeah. And yeah. There's some English punk bands uh, that that kind of sound like this. You know, there's that fast thrashy metal. Yeah, but, but mm. the, the the vocals. Are very much sort of yelling stuff at you. Uh, yeah, his voice <laughs> yeah. again, like Joe was saying, a very unique yeah. voice. Yeah. I love it, yeah. by the way. I, no- mean, I, I put this on, and, and uh, yeah, I loved it from start to finish. Was- had you not heard of them before? Yeah, I, I, I actually, I had actually probably owned a couple of their records back in the day, mm-hmm. but I, I, okay. I don't think I listened to them too much. And, um, it was back then; it's too much. It was, it was kind of so much to choose from. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but there was, uh, yeah, their first four albums are just, they're all, I think, uh, thrash classic. Oh, albums. yeah. This was their last, last really good album, I think. Yeah. 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 Although I, I do, in a way, uh, relate to what Paul was saying only because I didn't, I didn't listen to them a lot. I know I probably should have. I, not that I didn't enjoy them, but I don't go back to them a lot these days. Like, I'll go back to Overkill and, you know, I, I still, like let that. me speak as an outsider for, looking at the ford family yeah the these guys were stinking libs (laughs) your your older brother so i don't think they resonated as well back then with you guys oh i loved them i don't 
I've, uh, I've played know? them a lot. Yeah, I've okay, played them a lot. But they're they're lot, obviously very left in their lyrics. You know, well, the song which, I just played is all it's you know it's talking about that's environmental and environmental. Well, environmental. Look at the album cover. It's, yeah, 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 it's yeah, a planet yeah. with yeah. handle with care. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I actually had them down in my punk section. As uh, I mean, I used to divide my records up heavy metal and all the rest of it. And, mm-hmm. and actually, yeah. these records were in my, oh, really? these were in my punk <clears throat> records. Clip. A lot of huh. punks liked nuclear assault. Like a lot yeah. of a lot yeah. of punk fans had nuclear assault patches. So mm-hmm. they made the, they were yeah, just, I, they were crossover. I mean, they yeah. made. The, fact, I, I thought they I were a punk band. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, I never considered them that. I, no, I, they're thrash. But to me, this is a hundred percent thrash. Right. Yeah, it's a thrash. Yeah, but, but I mean, I get it with like with the the way they do some of the riffing. Yeah. And the same, same as Overkill, especially older Overkill. Yeah. That yeah. There, there's a lot of this influence. Is the most pissed off bass I've ever heard. Yeah, yes. them, I think. I that bass is like, I've never heard a bass sound angry. And on this, it sounds pissed <laughs> Dan off. Dan like, he's, he's big on being up front in the mix. Yes. You know, like, same yeah, as yeah. Overkill, another, you know, kind of their. Like, Overkill their is peers. a little cleaner. Their bass, the bass tone is <clears> a bit cleaner. This is like. Pissed off. There's a little distortion to the bass. I don't know if it's intentional or not. That bass is going to punch you in the face. (laughs) Well, I wonder if that bass sound is because the entire album is a little overmodulated. Like the entire album to me, it could have been produced a little bit better or mixed a little bit better, I guess, because I feel like everything is a little too... Yeah, it's, like it's all hitting... If you liked the the recording, it'd probably be all in the red. Like everything. Yeah, it's... it's, 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 Kind of like the original... It's just... it's just, uh, It's becoming noise. Yeah, so I remember yeah. being a little, a little sloppy. Yeah, I was yeah, a little disappointed. Use a, in the could production probably use line. a remaster, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, when it's, I first um, got it, it's, I, the, it's sharpening up for sure. It's sort of like the uh, death magnetic. Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I equated to in my notes. Actually, I said it's it's got that death magnetic sound where it's there's moments where you're like, why is that like it's just popping? It's just too yeah, it's it's over modulated. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. which I mean, is it, weird for Randy Burns because he's he's everything we've listened. To so or talked about his albums so far have been they've sounded great. Right, yeah. it makes you wonder if it was a band decision, like you know. Yeah, that or maybe it was rushed because it it came out pretty quickly. Yeah, that uh, that could have been it. Too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah I don't know about it came that. out. I mean, literally one year after Survive. It, does, it doesn't matter. This this was uh, for me. It was a uh, took me back to my sort of punk metal days. It was it was attitude and in your face and. Well, the song Mother's Day is basically like a punk yeah. song, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they always do silly. that, too. That was yeah. a callback to, like, the first album that they had. Yeah. Little short lesbian. Mr. Softy Queen. What the hell are you saying? I don't know. No idea. Is he saying yeah, on I a sled? <laughs> I, I, well, it's Mother's Day, right? Or is he saying understand? Yeah. Now he's saying Mother's I Day, but I don't. He's saying Mother's Day, but I don't know what else he's saying. This the album. The album did not have the lyrics for that one. No the no. tape. No. Um, the and I think song. Torture Tactics. Torture Tactics. The the song right before that isn't that the one that is mixed or produced a little differently. It's quieter than the rest of the album. Kind of like we talked hmm. about with um, Creator last Creator. last podcast. No, oh, maybe. But again, it's still. Like that's a really good example right there where it's overmodulated. Yeah. yeah. That last scream was like, oh. But that that bass, God. Yeah, the bass is awesome. <laughs> Punching you in the face. Yeah, it, it does. It um this was my first album, uh, nuclear assault album that I got. And I loved it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. 
there was also, do you remember that Hammersmith? I think it was Hammersmith. Yeah. Oh, the video. Videotape yeah. that came out mm-hmm. kind of after this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was, was it Waxy Maxi up there where kind of near where Worldgate is? Yeah, now? that was Waxy Maxi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I remember buying that video, that VHS tape there. The, uh, the guy that sold it or checked, you know, at the counter was like, he, he did this big sigh. He's like, <sighs> Have you seen these guys live before? And I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> Just so you know, this is a big disappointment. <laughs> and then he handed my my bag. Oh, you could have told cool. me that before about the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but then I went home and watched it a thousand times. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it didn't even though it had some like really bad like um, fake cuts. What do they call it when they they put the fake? Like an overdubbed audience sound, and oh yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. no, when like the it, you can tell they're playing obviously not the same part. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Especially as a drummer, oh, it's just, just like yeah, what is yeah. that? There's like a drum fill. Yeah, he's still like, like doing this. And yeah, like, yeah, or, or the opposite. He's yeah. like, just doing a beat, and there's like a drum fill. Yeah, yeah. They had a, a ton of that, and then yeah. um, I just I thought John Connolly was <laughs> kind of a James Hetfield wannabe on stage <laughs> the way he acted. Yeah, oh, really. And, but I still I loved the. Um, I love the VHS tape, and then I watched it. I watched it on YouTube again, like last year, right when we were talking about Survive, and uh, and I totally get like yeah. it's <laughs> like now that I'm older and I can judge things a little bit more objectively. Yeah. I'm like, pretty sloppy. Oh, yeah, sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty there, sloppy live. I actually went back and watched. Uh, you know, because I was just mentioning, have you seen John Connolly lately? I, I watched a little bit of on YouTube. There's a full show of theirs from the Wacken. Open air yeah. festival mm-hmm. 2015. Yeah, <clears throat> they still sound pretty good, but their his guitar sound, John Connolly's guitar sound, is terrible. Oh, it's I don't know why. It's just is it, it like it, metal zone pedal sounding? It's, that would it's be not even guess. that. It's like the distortion isn't even there. It sounds uh-huh. fine when it's everyone playing because I guess the other guitar player makes up for it. But when it's yeah. just him doing stuff, it's like what? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Fix that. Ooh. Yeah, see what it means? That's not specific to that show. I don't think that's always his guitar sound live. I hope not. I think that was something <laughs> oh. to do with that show specifically. It's pretty bad. I'm it's like something went wrong with his pedal or something. I want Tim to talk about this drummer because <laughs> I think he... Um, He's different than almost every other thrash drummer. Yeah. Like he's, he, um, kind of like the same way I feel about Metal Church's drummer. Mm hmm. They had very much their own thrash style that I, I loved. Yeah. 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 And, and like on this album, especially, he does like tons of rolls on the snare that he does. They're just out of nowhere and they flow perfectly. Yeah. Like he's so smooth on this album. I, I just love his drumming on this album. I don't know yeah. what you think of it as a drummer. Oh, no. I've always liked this guy. It's Glenn Evans is the guy. Yeah, I always thought he was very a very underrated guy. You never hear about him. No, I think yeah. he's great though. Yeah, he's, he's very good. Tight, very good. I mean, there's great fills. Yeah, they they use him properly too. They don't they don't you know shove him in the back and say just play your beats. They let him do whatever he wants, and he's you know. I think he's a pretty open minded drummer too. Because I remember seeing an interview with him not from not too long ago, maybe five or six years ago, and he was talking about obviously John Bonham's a huge influence, but he was talking about like Yeah, oh, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he was also talking about like funk bands and and like, you know, just like classic rock bands from the 70s and 
like these different bands you wouldn't expect a thrash drummer to listen to but you know what he does that's a good point he does have like kind of a 70s southern rock band Mm -hmm. type of playing yeah he's got like a thrash yeah like a swing like a groove Uh, here and there yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's very groovy he does you can it kind of holds it together that groove that you're talking about you've got that fast thrash going on but in the background he's you're right He's almost, yeah, he's not almost, always almost trying to slow them down. It's, it's, yeah. it's grooving. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep yeah. in the beat, which is drum, what drummer should yeah. do, man. Yeah. And yet, uh, Slayer actually let, well, Slayer toured with Nuclear Assault, and they said every band they took out before Nuclear Assault would just, the people in the audience would just turn their backs on them and give them the finger. But <laughs> Nuclear Assault were kind of given respect. And the, the no, audience was awesome. like, yeah, they're like, <laughs> we like these guys. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. everybody else was like, yeah. you know, Slayer, Slayer. And yeah. Uh, nuclear salt got yeah. respect so they're they're uh much like their drummer is they're they're the band itself is kind of an unsung hero of thrash bands you know like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a hero but you know they're they're very underrated yeah, yeah. never really got their due you, there's not a lot of spinoff bands that you think oh they sound like nuclear assault no they're kind of like a <laughs> right, terminal no. point and you know and again that's a lot to thrash. do with the singer right because not sure. all yeah, oh, yeah. bands yeah. have that 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 style of vocalists like you don't hear that. He still can do it too. Like I don't know. I could play a little more of that live stuff, but he's still he still got the voice. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell it's the drummer too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you ever hear that? Did you ever hear that there was a? Um, an EP they did, I think it was the it was one right from, before or after this album. Oh, okay. Uh, um, not the one with the um, Happy Days song. It was a different one. Hmm. I'm, okay, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah. I'm not sure because I thought this was the last. They put an album out after this. It was dreadful. No, <laughs> out of order. It was iron- <laughs> ironically <laughs> called. Great dread- word. <laughs> yeah, it was ironically called out of order. I'm like, yeah, that's about right. This album sucks. You're out of order. <laughs> was that the one with something wicked, or was it? No, that was the that album was after like that. 93 that was after that, right? Ninety two, I think, was something wicked. Yeah, yeah. That, that has like one good song on it. Yeah, yeah. The, the open the opening track was really good. It was super heavy and awesome. Yeah, you're like, oh, good, they're back. Yeah, and then the rest of the album was like, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. So I noticed something on this album that I'd never heard before, and I think it was because I was listening on headphones or earbuds, but. Uh, I think there's an acoustic guitar in the song "Emergency." Hmm. Oh yeah. And the, the chorus. If you listen closely, I'll put it up, pull it up. But there's definitely one in you, "Trail of Tears." Yeah, let me pull it up here. But if you listen really closely, you'll hear it. I don't know if you can hear it, but. Don't listen to it with headphones on, and you'll hear okay. very faintly in the background. There's like you can tell there's an acoustic guitar in there. At least <laughs> I can. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> of all songs, that's like such a thrash song. Oh yeah, I, I <laughs> totally focused in on the bass on that one. Yeah, that's hard not to on the song. Yeah. yeah. Um, emergency is cool because it's got the British ambulance. Oh yeah, the uh, in the beginning. Play it.
this right here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. cool that you did that. Yeah. Oh, and of course this, now we this have might be my sirens in America, song, and, and they have our sirens in England. Oh yeah. I'm just playing this because that's one of my favorites on the album. Oh yeah, that's the that's the best song on the album. Yeah. That was my. Uh, that's my. Uh, that's my Nova song. <laughs> another album that came out uh, when I was going to Nova the first, the first year of Nova and it's like <laughs> that, that, that song was like the anthem of Nova for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great song yeah it's awesome I like how in the song Search and Seizure he says oh fudge <laughs> he says oh fudge not again <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the lyrics <laughs> You think he's saying well, fuck, I, but he says fudge. <laughs> oh, fudge. I think uh, Inherited inherited Hell. Yeah. The name of the song. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Both that and New Song have a riff in the beginning that does not come back in the song. Oh, really? Like inherited really? Hell starts. I didn't know this. This. That's, that's Metallica ass. That's, that's, that's very yeah. testimony, I thought. Testimony, yeah, Metallica. Metallica, 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 Metallica Bay Area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome riff. Oh yeah, you could build an entire song off that. Riff. Yeah, absolutely. And they're just completely it's gone. Yeah, it doesn't come back. And the new song. Same thing. Yeah, you're right. Like it, that riff doesn't come back. It's very overkill. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it sounds is, like actually, actually overkill. Is overkill. Song. Yeah, I think it is overkill. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> I think Dave Mustaine wrote that. That's why they were like, mm, "Don't go back to that." Right? A homage. We, yeah. we stole that completely. Yeah, that is that is an overkill riff. Wait a minute. Song oh, overkill. We just opened a can of something here. Can of fudge. There you go. Yeah, there it is. That's it. Yeah, that's it. it's just yeah. slower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's the riff. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you stole it. <laughs> he stole it. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Go <for> back. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they so stole stuff to fill up. I put it back in your wallet. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> So other songs, other notes about this album you guys have? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mostly, um, um, can you look up Poetic Justice by Nuclear Assault? Sure. Song Poetic Justice. Is that the song you were trying to find? I believe it is. Oh, it's on the Something Wicked. Yeah. Oh. But huh. the song's the song's funny. <laughs> That's very random. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, then. Very, very punk metal. And it, it's, it's some kind of punk. That was And punk, then it's going yeah. into that, that chunking riff and, you know. Yeah. It's like chaos yeah, and, then, just... and then a good riff. It's just, yeah, it's great. It's the mad. New York... Yeah. The New York bands, they didn't. They had no trouble like, like being goofs, you know. Like, yeah, they, that's for sure. They have funny songs, and then the West Coast bands were like all serious, like Megadeth and Metallica <laughs> and Slayer. Like, there's no humor in any <laughs> of this true. shit. Right? That's true. Anthrax, <clears throat> yeah. The New York Coast. bands, like you were saying, yeah, yeah the East Coast, New York. Like bands. they, they were just looser about everything. But yeah. okay, so um, I did want to talk about like a few songs on this um, actual album we're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, the uh, when we talk about emergency, I love the the siren that they do. Mm-hmm. That um, funky noise. What the fuck is that doing on? That's a stupid song. That song sucks. That is horrible. Yeah. I, are they trying to make fun of funk? Or I think they, so. They, yeah, they, they I just guess. put horns in there for no reason. It's stupid. Like it's it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. it's and, awful. Um, it's a good example of a band that's out of their element. <laughs> Trying yeah. to do funk. Yeah, hope, <laughs> yeah, hopefully they did it to make fun of it. I, I, I hope. Because it's embarrassing. Yeah, they're not, uh, yeah. They're not in their element at all in that. So No. The second half of this album is, I, I kind of, I think it's better um, look. than the first half. They have When Freedom Dies and Se- uh, Search and Seizure. Yeah. Well, talk, well, When Freedom Dies, I think is, is awesome because that's a song that still resonates very um mm-hmm heavily today oh yeah with, yeah with things um and then this search and seizure the uh chorus of it can you play a little bit of that eric mm-hmm. it's it's <laughs> listen to the riff here it's crunchy right uh-huh. and, and they change it here oh yeah that's just fine. yeah just hold it out yeah it's little things like that that i, I love about that band like, mm-hmm. They could have easily just kept the riff the same. Yeah. They um when they hold it the third time through they hold it out and the way he's singing that too is very, I think it's very catchy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. It's for thrash it's pretty melodic, right? Yeah. Right. So I've always loved that. And then um, <clears throat> Trail of Tears is one of my favorite songs of all time by them. That was yeah, that was song. surprising yeah. when I, when I got this album it was like whoa this is almost like the, a ballad. It's very powerful yeah. and um. Even though his lyrics might be a little misguided when we think about like mental illness today, yeah, I think the message is good, but it's just the, the riffs in it are so well written and the bass, yeah, the bass is in your face, badass. Yes, definitely one of the more like melodic songs, you know. Yeah. And the drum fill, like, yeah, it's such a great fucking crash song. Yeah. And uh, here's a shout. Here's a call back to Mordred. That's how you do that lyric, that chorus. Let's do no pain. <laughs> definitely, I'm definitely right, going back right, to this right. stuff, actually. I'm going to be re-listening several times. Yeah. Nuclear Assault were very big on self-empowering lyrics. They were a lot of positivity in their lyrics, which was a little different Mm -hmm. for Thrash. Yeah, absolutely. It's good. Yeah, they didn't have any, like, 
devil songs. No. Fucking songs. And again, no, like they're, not, no. they're not giving it that sort of thing. No, you're actually no, getting no, vocals. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. the sound There's is a, a melody. Bit, you know, mushed up at, at times. But yeah, you're right. You've got that nice melodic. You've got the good riffing and actual yeah. singing, you know? But with the it, thrash, it's smart. Know? It's it's well thought out yeah, parts. Yeah, uh, I mean, did you, hey Paul, did you go listen to any of their other albums? I, have, I, I haven't. Heard no, when I'm going to, I'm, uh, I'm sure survive. You'll love. Uh, no way. Yeah, because that's that's, that's like album. right at the same level yeah, as this yeah. album. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an EP called uh, The Plague. Is that right? Yes. Is that the name of the EP? Yes. yes. Awesome. Um, really good too. Yeah. It's it's short, and then their first album is really good too. Yeah. Even though. We kind of disagree on whether it sounds great or not. I think it it's, sounds good. Definitely, it definitely grabs my attention. The, the guitar sounds a little cheesy. But yeah, the guitar's a bit odd. <laughs> but it, it's it's just as good. It's clean. I mean, it holds up with the rest of these. Well, we talked yeah. about Survive last year, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 I mean, the song F Sharp on this on this album is, is very self-empowering. It's all about taking control of your life. And he's saying, wake up, you know, take control of your life. Stop, stop being a pussy. <laughs> we talked about this on the when we talked about survive right or maybe it was state of euphoria but how mm-hmm. um how, like tormented scott ian was when he had to kick his yeah good friend was, dan lipper out of the band yeah i don't know if we did talk about that but yeah i, I you know reading scott ian's book it was yeah he didn't want to have to do that but and that's because of the dickhead singer right yeah yeah yeah, so yeah, I think it, it worked out for the best. I mean, Frankie's I think well, better. Frank Bella's way better. Yeah, well, yeah he fits better. better. He does backing vocals yeah. for one thing. That are, yeah, you know, he's, just he's so much better looking too. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was an interview with Dan Lokler that I was watching where he said he's like, I don't give a shit. You can call me Howard Stern or whatever you want to call me. Like he was <laughs> saying that people yell at Howard Stern, I guess, to him when he's walking down the street. Oh my god! Yeah, he's he's an oddball. He is, he is weird looking, tall, lanky. Hell of a bass player. Teeth. Nuclear Soul gets my thumbs up, and I'm going to really listen for sure. Yeah, just stop after this album because pretty much. Is, yeah, there's it. Just I don't have think, they put anything out recently. Yeah, in 2015 they put an EP out called Pounder. Oh yeah, was it any good? No, no, it was not good. That's too bad. I was looking forward to it because they kept talking about it for like three years. Like, yo, put this album out, put this album out, and and it turned out to be an EP, and you're like, all right. And then I played it, and I was like, this is, sucks. <laughs> and then there's an album that came out in 2005 called Third World Genocide. Also terrible. Well, well link, link me to the uh, to the albums that you, you suggest. Right. Sell, please. Please. Well, anything anything from... Was it 86 to 89? Yeah, 86 to 89, yeah. Right. Yeah, this is the last album that you'd say is worth listening to, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. It sadly ends here. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. The eighties was excellent, wasn't it? That's what we're. The good. The good thing is, in two hours, you can listen to all their good albums. <laughs> yeah, so their albums. Yeah, short and fast. Like thirty-five minutes. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of like it. Like, anything longer, it would be become too much anyway. Yeah. Just, yeah. I like kind a of short intense. short burst of it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we've. We, I think we've we've run the gamut with them. I think we're good. Um, good game it yeah yeah they so we should good, move on to our yeah honorable mention uh, a band that i had never listened to before this podcast same here are you before, fucking serious yeah i'm dead serious i'm with i've never heard a single thing by this band i knew what, what i knew of of new them? wave of british heavy metal fan are you 
yeah. Venom. So I saw them for this tour, for this album that we're reviewing in Germany in 1990. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. And I didn't actually... I was there to see Sacred Reich, to be perfectly honest. I hadn't heard of a trophy. Um, and I hadn't really listened to anything by Venom, but Sacred Reich, uh, I'd already bought the album and they were playing in Osnabrück, Germany, where I was based. And, um, you know, Sacred Reich, which I think you should. Was, was that the American way? Yeah, yeah the American was, way, was yeah. That, uh, yeah. I, okay, I, yeah, they, yeah I that's a good album. That was fucking excellent, basically, and I already had the album. Yeah, that's a good album. And, Ven- and Venom played, and it's the first time I'd ever seen anybody wear earplugs and stand outside of the venue because it was so loud. <laughs> and, and, and actually, to be perfectly <laughs> oh blunt, it was three-piece, the guy playing the headless bass yeah. guitar and all the rest of it. And yeah. the stage was filled up with a giant drum set with, with two guitarists standing either side of it. And, and it was it was so loud you couldn't hear it, so to speak. You know, it was it was just too loud. It was it was, and that was my experience of Venom. And I never bought any of their records either. I, I you know, and it was like that was done. Great, get off. And Sacred Rite came on, and that was awesome. So, you know, I listened to this album, and uh, technically they're fine, and it's a great sound, and it was extremely dull. I found it, I found it boring. It didn't it didn't. It didn't excite me at all. It's a little bit of them. Yeah. I just want to say, uh, I texted Eric when we first listened to this album, and I was like, I don't know. And then, um, what did you say? You were like, uh, I was like, it wasn't, I was like, actually, I'm kind of digging it, but it was because I was looking at it kind of like, um, like comedically. Guar. Yeah. And you're like, I was like, oh yeah. And then you said kind of like, it's like Guar. And I was like, actually, it sounds a lot like, uh, scum dogs. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to go listen to it with that frame of mind. And then I liked it. And it actually <laughs> sounds like scum dogs, like the productions, I guess scum dogs sounds like this cause it came later, but I was like, yeah. I, I kind of like it now. And then I then I liked it. And there's only there's a couple songs that are like nah, but overall I, was, I liked it. It was good. Once I, yeah. once I once I added that comedy factor to it, it was like oh, all right, I get it now. It's cool. <laughs> Do you guys get Venom? Like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I knew, I knew they were tongue in cheek, but I just I, I couldn't tell if they were like like they don't even go by their real names. Yeah, they were oh yeah. Well, that's right? I was gonna start saying the band members' names. So <clears throat> the singer is Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't that the most Chronos? He'd no, no, that's, this is a different first, guy. This is the first album without Chronos. Oh, it's really? Different, it's different. Oh. Yeah. So this album, uh, it's the first in a series of three albums with former Adam Kraft bassist and vocalist Tony Dolan, or better known as Demolition Man, who replaced Conrad Chronos Lent as the band member and composer. Did Chronos come back at some point? I think maybe. He, I think so. He must. Have. I don't know. I, I didn't look that up. But. They have. Um, well, well, I'll, I'll get into it later. Yeah. Go ahead with your. Oh, so bandage. it's just I was gonna say it's another uh, Newcastle I mean, upon Tyne band. The oh. lead guitar player <laughs> is named what, Eric? Oh. <laughs> Mantis. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> not not like a praying mantis, Mantas. <laughs> mantas. Oh wow. Whatever mantas. that is. Or Jeffrey Dunn is the lead. Yeah, is his real name. So this um, the band has fascinated me. 
like ever since I got um, Cliff Amal, the, the VHS, because Dave Mustaine was adamant in that one point yeah. that he fucking loved Venom. Mm-hmm. So, that. of course, I had to go get a Venom album. And I got their, I think it was their second album. Or was it first? Um because he goes Venom right yeah yeah he keeps yelling Venom yeah and um, and so I got that uh, I think it was their first album but uh, and I loved it like it's it's (laughs) cheesy as fucking hell (laughs) Welcome to Hell as their first album looks like yeah yeah that's it and uh, the riffs are not even heavy on most (laughs) of the album Um, and it's ridiculous like they have a song called Evil in League with Satan yeah um are you looking at the album right now, Eric? Yeah, yeah. Like the, the song titles are ridiculous. Welcome to Hell, <clears throat> Mayhem with Mercy. Yeah, uh, it's it's fucking awesome. Witching <laughs> Hour, Angel Dust. It's it's yeah. just it's like if if your parents ha- would hate an album, like, <laughs> that was it. And then so um, I, I I mean I fucking love that album. And then the next out the next uh, Venom album I got was this one, Primeval. And I was like, "Oh my god, they're so much better at playing their instruments now." <laughs> and it, it, the production is so much better. And I, 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 I love this album too. So I have a sentimental attachment to it. And okay, and I never took them as seriously, like as a, you know, like I never put them up there with Metallica or Slayer, like as one of my core bands. I just thought they were. I thought they existed to piss people off, and that I appreciate. Right. They have a big reputation yeah. for being this. Big badass band, but I, I mean, they, they, mm-hmm. they, it doesn't seem badass to me. They just, you know, they sound they sound well, better they, than they are. They, did you so you you saw them before this album live or, or on this, this, on this tour? tour so. was this. Did you ever see any of their videos with their original lineup? Because their original, um, the original singer bass player, he's kind of intimidating looking so yeah. I could see why people would be yeah. scared of them if yeah. they saw him live. Like if he said he was going to come into the crowd and kick your ass, you'd probably be like, oh, I'm I mean, out of here. Like, <laughs> they, they come onto the stage with, a, I mean, the, the drum kit was like, like the size of four drum kits and, you know, tall and wide and all black. <laughs> and they got on in yeah. dressed in all black and, you know, and it was like, Oh, that's venom written in black. They, it's black. Yeah. That's different than the, like the old videos I've seen of them <laughs> Did you, where it's, <laughs> they look I mean they look absurd but it, you wouldn't want to fuck with them yeah like yeah. The album <laughs> they would for, happily come out and beat you to death you know, and get back on stage and finish the song none more black than when they come on on stage yeah so <laughs> I, I think this might be the, like their mark too right yeah it's gotta at, be at this point on this album but I still yeah. I, I fucking love this album like the, the songs are they're almost all catchy like blackened <laughs> the priests yeah yeah God, that's a good fucking song. That song starts like uh, Ghost, right? It's got the little yeah. There's, I think Ghost is probably a huge Venom. I think they looked at them, yeah. Oh, for for a lot of inspiration. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to listen to them again in their own right because after listening to uh, Nuclear Assault, then this, I was kind of like, you know, it's not the same. I'd already shot my wad, you know, with uh, listening to Nuclear Assault. Yeah, Yeah. right. You know. But the, the chorus of the, the Black of the Priests, yeah, that's badass. It's got a good groove. Yeah, yeah good riffs. But it also sounds like Guar. 
Yeah. <laughs> that could be. The singer reminds me of Beefcake the Mighty yes. Vocals. Totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the greasy poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. Even the production is. Well, you know what? They're both bass players with awesome voices. Did you know there was like five different uh, Beefcake the Mighties? Yeah. <laughs> I think I mentioned that on a different podcast. Yeah. But. Uh, Carnivorous, awesome, Skeletal Dance, both awesome songs. Their cover of the Black Sabbath song is badass. Was it this song by Guar that I'm thinking of? Is it Pussy Planet? Is that the one? Yeah, it is. That's the Greasy Poot squat launching you? Yeah. Yeah. Into the valley we go. <laughs> That's Venom. Yeah. That's a great metal voice. Hey. Nothing wrong with that. That album's not good. A, I mean, they're not like that different. No. You know? No, that's why I, that's why I liked them, this <laughs> yeah. album, because it was like, this is very much like Guar, so I can get into this. I like this. Yeah. Can yeah, I liked it overall. It's a good album. There's a couple songs that I didn't like. The song School Days. Oh, no, that's awesome. I think that's oh. I think it's awesome. Oh, oh. God, it's awful. That song's so bad. That, that was just like but too much. I mean, cheese. sorry. Too much. My my note, my note was the song sucks. Yeah. But god damn it, if I didn't have that song in my head the rest of the day. Yeah, that's why it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's in fact when that I listened to the Stanley Clark School Days yesterday, I kept fucking thinking of this song. It's like if that Hot for Teacher was cool. It would have been this song. Please stop. It doesn't. You didn't get the chorus. The rest of the album. Not at all. Well, that's true. It's just like. I'm surprised it's not a cover. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I want to the lyrics are so bad. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Stop focusing on the cheese, guys. I can't help it. That's all there is. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Bad, 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 bad. It's like a cheese stick, and you're like, just yeah. focus on the breading. Yeah, 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 It's supposed to be venom, not 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 motley crew, you know, or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, some of their songs were very like that. The lyrics in that song were pretty, really like glam yeah. rock. And then "Harder Than Ever" was another song that was like super cheesy yeah. and glammy sounding. But then they have thrash so, like, songs almost, on here. Yeah, but then there's songs that are straight thrash. Yeah, it's like okay, like, what, are you guys, what are you guys? What the hell? <laughs> I can't figure you out. Can you play a little uh, of the cover? The cover song. What the hell? <laughs> What's the cover? Oh, Megalomania. Yeah, I did not like that song either. What you don't like no. this song is in general. I didn't know it was a Sabbath cover, first of all. I didn't either. This is one of my favorite Sabbath songs, and I think they do a great job of it. They, they skip the beginning. They go right to the heavy part. Oh, and so it's funny. I was just... This is the song where I said the vocals reminded me of Pussy Planet by Guar. So I think it was the chorus. 
Beefcake. Yeah. You haven't heard the Sabbath version? No. I like it better than I thought I did. Well, play, play the uh, Sabbath version. Yeah, I'm curious. I didn't know what to cover. It's, it's, it's better than Venom. but I would expect. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Venom does a good job of it, I think. Okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. It's a long song. It's almost 10 minutes long. Uh, oh, my gosh. It is, yeah. All right. Is that Darth Vader again? <laughs> well, I, I don't. So, I'll be honest. I listened to this album like three weeks ago before we, <laughs> when we first started talking about the yeah. moment. So I, not, not a fair shake. I don't have a lot of other notes on this album. Um, oh, there was the well, thing. This is our, by the way, this is our honorable mention, right? Yeah, yes, I so. I never finished the band members. Um, oh. Al Barnes, rhythm guitar, and um, yeah, right. Anthony Bray on drums. Anthony Bray? No, it's Abaddon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's weird that Al Barnes got in there. <laughs> you know, um, the, the thing to note pieces? about this band is they were from the same city as Satan. Yeah. 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 I did he say that before. That, yeah. yeah. They're another, another Newcastle upon time yeah. band. What was going on in that town? Boredom. Yeah. Boredom and it's beer, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the northeast coast. It's it's pretty uh, industrial. High unemployment, cold, miserable, wet. Hmm. That's, that is good fodder for yeah. heavy metal. Yeah. yeah, just like Birmingham, yeah, you know, rough, and industrial, yeah. and just grim. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, influenced Voivod as well. There was this sort of, I guess they were, they but it was in, cold. It was cold, and there were like factories around. And it was miserable and dark, and they're like, yeah, let's make this industrial, like post-apocalyptic vampire. <laughs> Band, I've always, yeah. I've always put down. Uh, you know, there's so many bands come out of England, Britain, and um, it's because it's wet, cold, raining, miserable, shitty weather. You know. So, so what else yeah, are we going to do? Drink and make music. There you go. Make good. Yeah. Make good music. Yeah. I think Ozzy talked about that a lot. It's kind of like Seattle, right? Yeah. 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 Seattle, same thing. Big yeah. 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 Stuck, stuck, in, stuck and indoors and it's shitty. So let's do something. Yeah. yeah. So the song "Harder Than Ever," the yeah, the yeah that's very cheesy. Well, the opening riff is basically "Stand Up and Shop" by Dio. Oh, that's right. It's it. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Uh, let's <laughs> they compare, shall we? Stole it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah, sort of, yeah. 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 It's also two minutes to midnight, yeah. but faster. Yeah. <laughs> Which Paul would great. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Nice, nice That's two songs at yeah. least that were birthed by two minutes to midnight. I'm so sick of English bands ripping off Americans. <laughs> <laughs> God. You are the colony. All the way back to the monkeys getting ripped off you are, by the You bees. are the colony and we invented you just <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's funny I don't remember 
We own you. We own British you. You even got the same colored flag. That's true. <laughs> Which you guys copied from France. <laughs> didn't didn't England invade like ninety percent of the world or something like that? That's right. <laughs> that's right. History. I think that's going, true. Going throughout, throughout history, they've invaded like. Yeah, 90% we're, we're the very we're very few people who are very organized. Have you got a flag? <laughs> How long did that last, Eric? They're trying to get away from themselves, quite frankly. They kept Scotland, and that's about it. You've even, you've even, I think there's maybe an island over in the Caribbean that we share. You've even taken over our princess now. The Virgin Islands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, well, all good, good things come to an end. Good, good, good civics lessons here. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Well, Joe, you're the Venom guy. What else do you have to say about Venom? Because yeah. I don't have, I don't have much else to say. I mean, it, I like the I, album. I don't know if I'll go back. Maybe I'll go back and listen to other stuff. I fucking cause. love Venom I, for the same reason I love, like, you know, uh, Guar mm-hmm. or or like or even Ghost, even like, some of Ghost. There's, yeah, yeah, sure. There's just. Um, there's an obvious like fuck you if you don't get it to them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. I I really appreciate that with metal bands. Yeah, where the they they're, they're uh, and even Danzig in ways is like mm-hmm. obviously just like I'm doing this just to piss. I'm, off I'm making good music, but it's also just to be like fuck you if you don't get it. Yeah, and, and I really I mean that it goes right with my personality. I think. Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause> I <like laughs> to piss people off for no reason if I can. <laughs> Yeah, uh, in Venom, and I've uh, they were one of the earliest metal bands that I, at, you know, like after the big bands like Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth, Maiden, um, where you get to that second level of of bands you start to like. They were one of the first ones I got into. Hmm. Um, okay. So I, I, and it's and it's basically this album and their first album. I, I um. I never really got into the um, was it black metal? I think was one of the that's probably their most famous album. I think that right? album cover is hilarious. Yeah. The black metal album cover is hilarious. Yeah, I I I I've heard the album <laughs> and it just it didn't stick with me. Oh, it's but like you know what? South Park. I, yeah, I do want to say something <laughs> yeah. about um, they have a man bear pig. Yeah, looks like man bear pig. <laughs> I'm I'm they guessing Venom didn't have any videos because I mean I think if they were we were on Headbangers Ball we would have probably checked them out more but. Play Eric. Play. Uh, they have a 2006 album called um, Thr- uh, Black Metal Black, <laughs> and there's a song called House of Pain on that. I, I play some of that. See what you think, because they're not fucking around at this point. The song is called House of Pain. House of Pain. All right. I heard John, my brother John, playing this uh, uh, song in his room once. I was like, "What the fuck <laughs> is this?" <laughs> Oh, sounds like yeah. Jeff Wilde. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's not war anymore. No. Oh. <laughs> Harmonics. Yeah. I like your pinches. Yeah. <laughs> My what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I could hear 
at that point they were not fucking around. Uh, what was that, Joe? That's that's off the album Metal Black. Black. The song yeah. was called The House of Pain. Yeah, that, was, that was hard and heavy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I, was, I think I was like I, I I think I was like asleep on the couch or something and John started blasting me <laughs> in the room and I'm like oh, fuck. That's 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 <laughs> murder, that's, that's uh, murder music, isn't it? That's why I'm like, oh my god with this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those harmonics is like that's uh, that's straight Zach Wild slipknot type yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that riff is fucking heavy. Yeah, that was that was yeah. uh, it's like a slower version of uh, Duality by yeah. Slipknot. Yeah. yeah. That riff. Yeah. yeah. It was actually. Yeah. Right. yeah, it was. Yeah. Just as. Yeah. So, so Venom, they. Yeah. Yeah. They, I think they've earned their, their place among, you know, thrash heavy metal. Oh, yeah. You know, whether you think they're a joke or not, like, they um, obviously influenced. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Oh, absolutely know that. They had a reputation. Everybody knew about some reason or other. Yeah. Like, I've heard of Venom. Even if, even if you, and if you wear a t-shirt play. that has any Venom album cover on the front, like people are going to look at you weird. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty <laughs> well, those bands, Even if you hadn't listened to them, you knew about them. You, like, yeah, I've heard of Venom. You know? Yeah. Well, they were a huge influence on Slayer, right? Wasn't? Well, I, said, I, said, I think pretty much all of the thrash bands were kind of like... They're almost they're almost saying in Wikipedia that they're like, you know, since seventy eight, they're one of the big influences of thrash, yeah, metal, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Which yeah. is the uh, the fact that they're from the same town as in, in, the uh, as Satan, and that Satan is it. You never hear them credited by bands because Venom's a way better me. name. Yeah, <laughs> way better. Venom is a way better Which name is- than Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Way better. It's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that riff you just played is something up. Venom. I mean, it was venomous. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, but I mean, of course, that was like what thirty years later. Hell, yeah, yeah. That was twenty years later. But, I, want, I need. I need to hear that. I need to hear mm-hmm. more of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I have I have a ton of respect for this man. Yeah. Um. In fact, all the bands tonight, I think, very distinct. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. probably the most distinct four bands that we've discussed on one podcast. I think last week was the same thing. <clears throat> or last, not last week, but last podcast was similar. I mean, Creator, yeah. Power Mad, Mordred. I mean, those. Oh, yeah, Mordred. I mean, but they sound, they, you know, <laughs> then when you hear them, whether you like them or not, you know it was Mordred. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I see what Joe's saying. Yeah. this is like every band in this group of bands is uh, <laughs> different in their own way, and you know, almost represent like a different style of metal. Yeah, each band you could say, like um, I think it's gonna con- Wasp is kind of their own thing. Yeah, that. Boy God, I, it's definitely these, are, these are four albums I wholeheartedly endorse. I think if if you haven't heard any of these, you should go yeah. listen. They're it's weird. It's eighty nine is like like the we were whole, saying. Eighty nine is is under like I don't know if it's an underrated year if that's even a thing. But people just forget about overlooked. albums from that year. Yeah, overlooked. Yeah, there's so yeah. many good albums this year. Yeah. So and some of the best. Like well, this is definitely Wasp's best oh, album. Yeah. By far. For, me, so. for me, this was like the year where I really got in. Like I think I was 
officially into metal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, this what, was uh, yeah, this is like all in on real metal, and we've we yeah, this is this is like I've got Metallica's album finally now, and I'm starting to get Iron Maiden and Megadeth, and like this is I'm like in yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, we and were fully in the 42, thrash. and I'm still in. Yeah. Still wear concert T-shirts. Yeah. Like this was this was the big moment. You definitely make me feel old. <laughs> I remember my locker in uh, high school. There was a, in, the, in a magazine. I found this thing that said it said "poison proof your home," and I stuck that in my locker. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mr. Yuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, one of my friends was way into the glam side of things, and he he wanted to share my locker, and I was like, you know what? If you share my locker, I'm filling it with Metallica, and I'm making fun of the shit you like. So I put "poison proof your home." <laughs> Hey, you know who else is from Newcastle upon Tyne? Tigers Muse? of Pantang. There you go. Oh, no shit. Tigers of Pantang. Is Muse? Isn't Muse from there? I don't know. Uh, no. Pet Shop Boys. They're from Newcastle oh, wow. upon Tyne. How big oh, is I this? I thought town? they were from. I thought they were East End Boys. <laughs> dire Straits, another Newcastle upon Tyne. No shit. Yeah. That's. Damn. Mark not well, well. He's in Dire Straits. Mark not well. well. Yes, he is. He is Dire Straits. You mean. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Sting. Um, Sting. Well, he was on that song with him. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're done with Venom. Are we good on? I Venom? think we're good on Venom. Good selection of bands. Yeah. 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 So let's uh, let's wrap it up. I think you know we should have mentioned this at the top of the show, but we have a website now. Oh yeah, we do. Well, you can you can edit this so it is at the top of the show. Hey, welcome to the yeah. One Time Podcast. Guess what? Hey, hey. Guess what? We're gonna be at we're gonna be at the palace. How about you? Ow. <laughs> so yeah, somewhereintimepodcast.com. Yep. And I really that's all I have to say because from that website you can get to everything our Twitters and our Facebooks and uh, the the Insta, the Insta. and. Uh, and all of our podcasts YouTube. are there in chronological order. Yep. Easy to run around on there. Yeah. From there. It's all there. Yeah. So check out summertimepodcast.com. Yeah. And you can also uh, send us feedback. I been there. Yes. Um, if you have ideas or thoughts or you want to tell us we suck or mm-hmm. why do you ramble on and go into deep tangents <laughs> that have nothing to do with metal at all? Um, people like the tangents. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. So it's in it's in reverse chronological order. It looks like, right? It's newest. Yes, the most recent. <clears throat> yeah, the most recent podcast is up first. Yeah, so. so it's easier to. Which is that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't forget to if you want to get paid to use uh, to listen to podcasts, use um, Podcoin. All right. Yep. They don't sponsor us, but they will eventually. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, if you listen you to enough to hours of shit on there, and if if you listen day by day, you get a bonus, like a streak. Oh yeah, nice. So yeah, if you listen to two days in a row, that's like a double bonus, and then hmm. I think after like five days, you get like a five times bonus of points. All right. Well, thanks, Paul, for joining us. We appreciate no it. That was awesome. Good bands. Good we gotta bands. Come, yeah, you gotta come down and check out your boat soon. Yeah, you're all gonna be welcome this summer. Yeah. summer yeah. It's a bit cold. It's still cold out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got good. um, The music can be played nice and loud. No good. Yeah. All speakers, Bluetooth and all. Bring your music. Got a grill so we can eat. Good. Drink. I like eating. Let's do it. Sausages and burgers. 
be American. There you go. <laughs> the American <laughs> way. All right. I'm ending this shite. I'm going to play right. some outro music and get out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Energy. Energy, aggression, power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Metal and, and certain other forms of rock give teenagers something to believe in that they get no place else. The human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the most important thing.